Blog Talk Radio. Comments expressed on the JK Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Uh, Fred, press the, press the one with your dumb ass. Good morning, Shirley Brown. Good morning, Willie Finn. Good morning, everybody. My name is Jay King. Welcome to Kings in the Morning. With me is Dumb Dumb Fred. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Top of the week with you. Have a great day. And Big Fred is in the house. Take the kids out the room. And your mother-in-law. Brother Reverend Ali. Don't, don't you mute me. You know I don't believe it when you say that you can hear me. First you mute my line, then you change your mind. You better change it back or we will both be sorry. Don't you mute me, Jakey. Don't you mute me, no. Don't you mute me, Jakey. Don't you make me? And you hit the high note. You see that, Fred? That's what that's what niggas can do without Twinkie fingers. I'm working on it. I work. I'm working on it. I got to get Fred, that let me ask you a question. What was it right. about today? What was it today that would make it different than yesterday about the show? Good morning, Valentin Young. Good morning, Daphne. I forget to I, I forgot to push the one, man. So you so you forgot to push the one. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know I was here. You knew I was here when I was here. Shit, you can remind me. Well, only because you know what, Fred? Only because you were the first person to call in. Had you not been, you wouldn't have been at the top of my queue, and I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have known. Well, I'm sorry, Jay. I'm 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 gonna get better, buddy. Um, John Beckman said, "Is it true you can only hit that high note with one testicle?" So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> he want issues, boy. I tell you. He wants serious issues with us, boy. Fred, we gonna have to smash this dude. I'm trying to work on. I'm working my way from up under his bullshit, Fred, you owe me an apology. You owe me an apology. For what? Are you on pop? Huh? No, I'm not giving you an apology. You call me stupid first thing this morning. I don't. I don't get down like that, fatty. <laughs> what? Why? You, 
and, um, good morning, Fletcher. You and Nicole, Snitchy's Murph, accuse me. Oh, wonderful. I'm glad you guys had a great black business tour. I got to come to one of your black business tours. Um, um, you and Nicole, Snitchy Smurf, you guys had it as though I was talking about you when I was talking about Freddie. The right Why you got to, man, we can move on in life. Good morning, Lawrence. <laughs> well, are you, well, you, have to, you need to apologize to me. Once you found out that I'm sorry, I'm kicking sire, sire. I'm sorry, sire, <laughs> sire. I'm sorry. Good morning, Bill. <laughs> so, I, I accept your apology. I didn't um, acknowledge. As a matter of fact, Stinchy Smurf, you owe me an apology as well. I'm glad you. I'm glad you <laughs> pressed the one. Are you, are, you call, are you pressing the one? Good morning, are you apologizing to me? Just say I'm sorry. Don't go in the first and foremost and be gaudy, yaddy, 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 yaddy. Okay, Fred, why did you fold? I don't understand. Because I want to be let loose. I want to be free from the bullshit. I don't we, want to hear nothing about no pink elephant. We don't, we don't want to be right. We want to win. Oh, oh. I just want to what's win. that being said? <laughs> I'd also like Your to win. Um, yes. Um, please accept uh, my um, display of apology. I don't know if I'm gonna accept your apology because you, because you, you, you're hesitant. You're not like Fred. Mm-hmm. Fred just apologized. No. Cuddles, I know you're not. Please. Um, yeah, you know, well, Fred apologized in two seconds. Fred apologized in two seconds. You sitting up here taking a whole motherfucking day. Well, I mean, if we look at this, if we look at this in perspective, we will oh, be able by deduction to know who Freddie the Rhinoceros is. I mean, we know Muta, um, man. what inspired Freddie the Rhinoceros. I mean, we do know this, but that's okay. We want to win. So with that, um, my apologies and good morning. I don't accept your, I don't accept your, good morning, Steve, your weak-ass apology. It ain't even real. And I don't want to. <laughs> Thank you, Fred, for your heartfelt apology. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Now let's move on. I'm, uh, this Talk is what I think about. about... Oh, That's what I think about your apology right there. That's what I think about... That's what I think about Snitchy's first apology. Wow. <laughs> That's what I think about Snitchy's first apology right there. Oh, my God. Don't let it off the hook yeah. for yesterday playing music in the, on the show for two hours. Wow. Don't let her so, um, so, so she, she ain't can't. doing that shit no more. The next time I hear that shit... <laughs> I'm going to come on the board. I'm going to hang her phone up. You can't do that after 12. You can't You can't do nothing after 12. You can't even fuck with the board. They can just continue to talk, JK. So I'm going to hang the whole show up. You can hang that motherfucker up at 11.59. <laughs> <laughs> 
think they so. don't be doing shit. They don't be doing shit, but having closet sex any fucking way. Yeah, hey, all you is breathe on the phone. <laughs> yeah, her and Yusuf Kente. He pulled his dangler out, and six. she started dangle <laughs> catching. Fred, Fred, what they be doing, Fred? Having <laughs> sex phone, phone on. King, phone. King, King phone text. Sex on the phone. Good morning, Reese. How are you this morning? Glad to have you early. Uh, yeah, I didn't even realize what time it was, but yeah, uh, pleasure. Having nigga, a great you time. know what time it is, nigga. <laughs> Actually, I didn't. <laughs> and um, while while I'm talking, you could follow your own rules and shut the fuck up till I'm done. That's how. That's how I know you know what time it is. That shit you talking. Mm-hmm. Is that anyway. right? Yeah, I'm I'm caught up in a little bit of a, um, I'm caught up in a little bit of a Canadian. Uh, Ukrainian Nazi scandal that just broke this morning. So I'm I'm in the middle of that. Good morning. Well, you Phil. know what time it is. Uh, John Beckman said, great show last night, Reese, by the way. Thank you. What was the show about? Uh, well, we were talking about the Bob Menendez gold bar scandals um, and um, what Bob Menendez said about his um, taking money out of his bank account because of Cuban confiscation. Uh, and I found out some more issues about that that actually proves that he's lying got, about that um, as well. I've got Bob Menendez also. I'm going to play a little bit from Bob Menendez. Yeah. Um, and um, then we also, this Canadian scandal um, where uh, Trudeau and Zelensky, because, you know, president of Ukraine, Zelensky was in Canada on his East morning, or West Coast tour. They uh, celebrated a 98-year-old uh, former Ukrainian uh, soldier who fought against the Russians in World War II, and they were trying to commemorate him. Uh, but what they failed to tell everybody was that, of course, he was fighting against the Russians in World War II. He would have been a Nazi, and he was. And now there's breaking news that Poland, because he was responsible for one of the biggest well, who massacres fighting in with, Poland. Who was the Nazis in World War II? No, he was fighting with the Nazis. In World War Two, and they were celebrating him in Parliament. Who was the who said uh, he was the gentleman? Fighting? He was fighting with the Nazis. Yes. Which which gentleman? I'm. I, I'm... Oh, the 98 year old that they were celebrating oh. in Parliament yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it turns out he was fighting with the Nazis. And Poland, the Prime Minister of Poland, has now asked for him to be extradited. Oddly enough, the to... Lehman Brothers were also funding the Nazis. They were a lot of people, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of companies in the United States were in business with the Nazis. Mm-hmm. So that's nothing new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so this guy who was being celebrated in Canada by Justin Trudeau is now going to be extradited for war crimes. He's been oh, hiding good. in Canada all this time. They exposed him. Oh good. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I have Menendez. I just have a, a, a short clip of him from yesterday. Please tell me it's Mr. Menendez, are you not going to step down? Well, I was going to step down, but what had happened was, see, that wasn't my money, but that was my money. So it wasn't, it was my money, but it wasn't my money. It, it was my money because it was in my jacket, right? And you know what they say, finders keepers, losers weeping. So now somebody who's weeping, who's crying, they trying to set me up. But I would never do nothing like that. That it just was, and so they put it in my pocket, but so now it was mine. 
because it's in my pocket. And and uh, uh, possession is nine tenths of the law. So that's why I'm not guilty because when the Mercedes came up in my yard and with the key in it, I um I just drove it. And they said whenever you drive something, you know, and 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 the, and the peak slip was right there, and so I just wrote my name on it. That's how I got that. And and then the the people that gave me the money, I didn't know them. <laughs> I didn't know them people. And so when they handed me that money, but sir, I thought you said that it was in your jacket. Somebody put, yeah. So, so what had happened was this: my jacket was hanging up at the restaurant. And so when they put my money in that, I mean, that wasn't my money. <laughs> that was yeah, right. right. <laughs> he sounds That's exactly stupid. What he, sounds like. he sounds stupid to suggest. And, and the fact that, first of all, he didn't give ex, an explanation about the gold bars or the Mercedes. But when you say that for 30 years you've been taking out thousands of dollars from your own bank okay, account. Okay, I, I got, okay, I thought they said a candy bar. And so when they said bar, I just heard bar. <laughs> okay, you've been taking money out of your account for 30 years, right, to, to the tune of thousands of dollars. So just explain just like one thing. I like having that's money true. in my possession. And, okay. And and it just kept and, and I got I, I got really obsessed with it. And then okay. other people start putting money in in my account and I said, I don't want that money in my account. So I took it out. That's why okay. I took money you in my account. You still have to answer another question. Want... Senator Benenda. Oh, yes. You have okay. to answer one question. Okay. I'm I'm ready. So wait. In several of the envelopes that the monies were stashed into that were inside your uh-huh. coat pocket, uh-huh. why was the briber's DNA on the money and the envelopes? Oh, I got the good answer for that. Because when we was at the restaurant, and I didn't know them, but they put, the, they put my money in the wrong pocket. I mean, they put the money in... And the reason why I say my money is because once they put it in my pocket, it was mine. In my neighborhood, the way I grew up, once it's in your pocket, you own it. And so once they put the money in my pocket, that's how their DNA got on it. And I didn't know that their DNA was on it, though. Sir, sir, he licked because the envelope, sir. He I didn't know the money the was there until I got home. He, he licked the envelope, sir. What? What about the big ass gold ass bars? Where, yeah, exactly. A hundred, a hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. I got a good answer for that. Okay, so in <laughs> in elementary, junior high, and high schools, they sell candy bars. What I thought was the gold bar was just a package, and inside it was candy bars that I would sell for a dollar a piece to help. Uh, the Boy Scouts or something like that, and, and then and so I did, and then I couldn't sell the candy bars because I was so busy because I'm a congressman, and so I just set the bars <laughs> down. Yeah, you need to set the microphone down, sir. <laughs> <laughs>
Did you hear about his scandal um, a little more about 10 years ago? Did you hear about his scandal before? I, yeah. I know. Um, and let me tell you how long I've practiced this, um, Chanel. i practiced it just now. I just practiced as I'm going. Because that's the scandal before. The scandal from before mm-hmm. ended up in a hung Ten jury. Ago, Do you remember? The same kind of deal. Yeah, it was worse, though. He was accused he of going of to – no, he didn't. They just – not. it was a hung jury, and they just didn't – you know, they planned on going back. That's why we got hey, here. Hey, Reese, Reese, let me tell yeah. you what that means. He got out of it. He yeah, got out of it. It turns he, out he, that his activity he, happened he, immediately after this activity. I understand that. Reese, hmm. he got out of it, and he thinks he's going to get out of this. Yeah, this but let me tell you time. about the other scandal. Did you know about what the other scandal was? I'm, I, yeah, I've read a little bit about it, but I'm not, you know. I, I, about it, the it prostitutes in, San, in in Dominican Republic? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That he didn't pay? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Right. It just wasn't, it, you know, um, what, what was more funny to me was that he, the, the lies that he was making up as he was in front. So I read about that, you know, the, the 10 years ago that he had already been through this stuff. So I just. Whenever somebody can just lie like that, they might as well be a rug. <laughs> well, why? How come you ain't a rug, J. King? Because you just told that girl you just made up the story about what she was saying. That's the same shit you did I yesterday did. with Freddie the motherfucking rhinoceros. You was making up shit, Jay. Why did I have to apologize? That's not a lie. How can you? You made up the Freddie the you made up Freddie the rhinoceros too, Jay. And you lied. I, did. I didn't say I didn't. I didn't say I didn't. I make them. I make them all up as I go. I've already did, said that who, before. Did, I mean, then you weren't talking about Fred then. No, I wasn't talking about Fred. I was talking about Fred. <laughs> you was a lie. <laughs> no, Fred. Fred, what is your whole name, Fred? Fred, what is your whole name? I'm not fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga said, what is your whole name? <laughs> nigga, his whole name is Frederick. But he said his whole name is fuck you. I don't believe that. His whole name is Frederick. Frederick Crosley. Okay? Hey, Jay, why you got to put all my, my legal shit out there? Why Why do you fucking Because just, they're trying to make you know, You know, just flip-flop. They're fuck it, to, man. You just, Fred, I'm protecting this is, this you. Is, you know what? I'm gonna get me a good fucking attorney. You just keep on your asshole. I'm a, I'm 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 gonna I'm I'm become a bigger slime ball. You. I'm gonna sue your funky ass for mental stress and all kind of fucking slander, all kinds of shit. I'm going to the FCC board. I'm going to fucking uh, Consumer Affairs. I'm gonna get your ass, motherfucker. You keep on now. KFC. FC, the Kentucky Pride, the you. NAACP. I mean, motherfucker, just keep on, Freddie. Freddie the Rhinoceros is not you. Freddie the Rhinoceros, his name is spelled F-R-E-D-D-I-E. That's not your name. Frederick is spelled F-R-E-D-E-R-I-C-K. That's how you steal your tunes, yeah. too. His just last name is spelled... Change, a, change the name, name is, on the motherfuckers. I'm going to get His you. Last name I'm going to save my money. I'm going to get me an attorney. 
His last what? name is spelled F L I N T S T O N E. Exactly. Fuck you, Reese. I was, I, you know, I thought we, had, I thought we had had a truce, uh, Reese. I love you, Fred. Nah, that nigga, Fred. that nigga's full of shit, Fred. You can't trust Reese. Wow. Reese change up on your ass when him and when him and Jay is getting along. He'll change up on you. Him and oh, Mary bullshit. getting along. Him and Mary getting along. Shit, he's a big pimp. I have to give it to old Reese, boy. That motherfucker is sharp. Oh, she be chiming in, saving his ass. Uh, he buying a truck. Okay, window shopping. Oh, Reese, you're a bad boy. I don't do boy. no, my friend. Yeah, I do not do window yeah, shopping. Yeah, not yeah. with my wife. There's no such thing as window shopping with my wife. <laughs> If we shop, we shop. You smarter. You smarter so, than to take uh, her with Fred, you. Now, Fred can't understand. Change your fucking Mary, subject. How, how you and Mary can have such a good relationship <laughs> after being married? That's what bothers him. No, it does. I know a lot of people. I, get I, 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 I've been married four no, fucking baby, times, and uh, shit. We 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 can't you see that Fred is mad at all his friends? Because Fred, oh, yes, he is hot again, hot again. <laughs> Don't you wow. see that Fred is hot again? Hey, Fred, and call me, man. I got I got this. Fred. Oh, Fred, yeah. yes, he is I got, hot again. I got an attorney for you, Fred. Don't worry about it. it. I got an attorney for you, Fred. We, we going to get Jay King. Consume my first. I, you know, I got an SQC license, and you fucking my name up, partner. You really are. I got a fucking FCC license, and I'm consum- I'm registered with the fucking Consumers Good Affairs, boy, and you keep fucking around, I'm going to send them boys. Hey, Jay, I you need to ask you, you what you know, because I bet you do know them boys. What'd you say, Reese? <laughs> okay, I know you're going to get into the show, and I don't want to get. Shot-fired. I don't want to get. Fell right in. I don't want to get right? you off. I don't want to take you off uh, of your planned show, but um, a huge a huge development happened over the weekend. I have not gotten your take on it, and I want to spend a little time, if I could, to ask you about it. Did you? Well, see don't do it on the show. Call him on his motherfucking uh, pagey. God hey, damn it, Fred, what do you mean on his, I'm sorry, Fred. What do you mean on his pager? Are you traveling through time again? On his pager? Take, take his pager number. Call him at home. You know that motherfucker. Why do you want to bring your, it all over here while we got to hear? Fred, Fred, get your ass in the DeLorean, go 88 <laughs> miles an hour, and get your fucking ass back to today. <laughs> Help me out. I can't fit in that stainless steel motherfucker. I snort cocaine and then no, 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 no. So, okay, so question? did you hear about the polls over the weekend, Jay? I mean, did, did you hear about the poll numbers yesterday that said if the if the yes. election were held today, Donald, Donald Trump, Trump had a nine point lead? Yeah. yeah. What's your take? Yeah. Um, should we listen to polls? Polls are bullshit. What? Let me tell you when polls are bullshit. When they favor the other guy. Let me tell you when you should listen to polls. Okay. When they favor you. So that's how this game is going to be. Let me say this to you guys. I think I've said this pretty clearly. I won't, I won't change. If Donald Trump and Joe Biden are head up, Donald Trump is going to beat Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Unless Donald Trump, Trump continues with some of the stupid shit he does. Um, Donald, good morning, Nikia. 
Donald Trump will beat um, Joe Biden. Joe Biden is uh, even people that support Joe Biden are concerned. <laughs> let me tell you. The, let me tell you what's going to beat. Um, what's going to beat Joe Biden for Donald Trump? Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris Ooh. as vice president is so dangerous to people that they, you know, that they'd rather have the racist, bigoted white man that they know than. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, Ooh. Um, than um, than uh, the ambiguous colored woman. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Come on, here with no, no, that is the best description. Ambiguous colored woman. God damn, that's that's almost as bad as monkey, the ambiguous Jew. <laughs> Good morning, Johnny Davis. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, Dave Smith. Dave Smith said he agrees with me. Wow, Dave. So let me tell you guys this. So what I, um, um, Harris, uh, what, what I do know is this, you guys. America is what it is. America is what it is. And you have 40% of the country that will not waver on Donald Trump. Forty percent of the country will not waver. They are down for Donald Trump. That's it. That's all. And then you have forty percent of the country that um, that is Joe Biden. That's mm-hmm. it. And that's all. No matter what, Joe Biden is it. Then you have twenty percent of the country that. Um, that's only one way or the other. Right. And of that 20%, uh, 30% of them are going to vote. So, um, so that means 14% of the people is who you're trying to sway. Mm-hmm. And I believe that um, white America... Uh, will not will, will not will not go with Kamala Harris. Uh, and the reason why I mm-hmm. call her the ambiguous colored woman is because <laughs> she's black today, but she ain't black always. She's her mother's Indian, so she's Asian as well. And the only reason, the only time she's activated her blackness is when she was running for president. Mm. And so she's posting photos, um, photos on Twitter of her cooking collard greens, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, Johnny, um, um, Professor Keone says, Reese Hoskins, please stop believing those polls. Trump will be found guilty on more than half of the charges he's facing prior to election day. The majority of Americans will not vote to see a convicted felon in the White House. Okay. Um, now let me respond to to. The professor. Um, I should be calling him the professional bullshit artist, but professor, let me explain this to you. Democrats in the same poll that you are ignoring, one in five Democrats who are going to vote for him said that they would vote for him even after he was convicted. One mm-hmm. in five. Okay. Well, first also, of all, 
Let me hold on, hold on, Reese. Forty percent, forty percent. Remember that number, uh, Professor Keone, because forty percent of the people are going to vote for Donald Trump unequivocally, without without pause. Forty percent are voting for Donald Trump. Just know that. If I could use a couple of more here. And here's the poll that Keone is ignoring. This came from ABC Washington Post, so it's not Fox News. Good morning, Tory. Here's the poll. Go ahead. The Republican Party was asked, pick Trump or one of the other Republicans. That number was 54% for Trump, 43 for anybody else. For Joe Biden, Biden or anyone else in the Democrat field, Joe Biden got 33%. 62% for anybody else. In the actual election, that was the number we started with, was 51% for Trump, 42 for for Joe Biden. That's an ABC, NBC poll. In 2021, Joe Biden had 80% of the black vote. This is the vote he got 81 million votes, more than any other president in history. That number's now down to 63% of the black vote. Does Keone really believe that? And, and that's beyond the margin of error, which is 3.5%, J.K. All of those numbers are beyond the margin of error. So if it was like a point or two, I would make the argument, okay, maybe there's a possibility. But these are beyond the margin of error. So let me tell you the thing that scares me about Donald Trump, though. Donald Trump is a motherfucker that will vote himself king. Like, <laughs> God, thank God we have you the three know, other branches, the two other branches you know, of government, after, Jay. After further deliberation with myself, you know, the one thing that we can do to make sure America is great again is to make sure that I'm king. Okay, so moving forward, uh, the whole president thing out the window, you know, uh, as a matter of fact, we just shot all the generals. They're all gone because they went against me. Anyone in Congress who wants to go against me, anyone in the Senate who wants to go against me, anyone in the Supreme Court who wants to go against me, you're all fired if you go against me. Okay, so moving forward, I just want to be known as King Trump. KT, you can call me KT. The blacks, the, the blacks can call me KT. King Trump. Okay. That so um. Let me just say, I don't think. Um, Donald Trump is a great candidate. What I think is we have put um, what I think is we've put the American people in such a dilemma that we 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 can only vote for dumbest and dumbester and dumbester <laughs> ain't even a word. <laughs> And so, so here here we are. And then you know, and then and then you know, when you start looking at uh, what this country is now, you're going to see the foundation of it come up. And I, I really believe that um, that what's going to hurt Joe Biden this second time around is Kamala Harris possibly 
be having to step in for Joe Biden as president. I think America would rather go with a racist white man who believes in nationalism than to go with an ambiguous colored woman who 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 can change with the wind, who can be manipulated in ways that um, that is more politicized than ever before. Uh, um, Professor Keone said, I'll put five on it, I mean $500 on it. Donald J. Trump, Trump, I mean Trump, will not be our next president. Is that a bet, Reese Hopkins? Save your money, Kim. I'm not going I'm to right here, Jay King. Jay, Jay, I know I'm how right you here. struggle. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, right right. I'm right here. I'm right here. <laughs> don't, don't need the interpretation. Thanks. Much appreciated. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, but um, until we um, – Jana Marie said, mark my words, Michelle Obama coming to a theater near you. Ted Cruz believes that. Um, Ted Cruz believed um, he just said that yesterday. Uh, Michelle Obama can't win. I, I, I know Obama you have no idea, Jay King. I want that more than anything. I'm sorry. Michelle Obama can't win. What's happening, Mark Anthony Claiborne? So he's saying yo. Yeah, he always says yo. Oh, hey, Mark. That's his, that's his, good, that's his good morning. That's how he said oh, okay. good morning. Every I want, morning I want Michelle Obama as much as I wanted Oprah in 2020. I want Michelle Obama on a campaign trail. Um, yeah, but Jana Marie, having her as a candidate don't matter. Just her being a candidate um, don't matter. If, if you want to be Donald Trump, um, you're going to have to have a white man. It's no, it's just new. This is America. And and Donald Trump has been president before. And I think people who want Donald Trump, even black folk that want Donald Trump, they've, they've already relegated themselves to the racism of America. That. America is a racist and bigoted country. And if you go look at our presidents, you will see that they, too, are racist and bigoted. Dr. Cornell West, um, I was speaking to Cliff West last night, and I told him Dr. Cornell West can't win with his message. If, um, if, we, if, if, Donnell, if Dr. Cornell West really uh, wants to win, good morning, Michael Donner Jordan, then he's going to have to change his message. And if Dr. Cornell West is really going to win, then you got to contribute to his campaign. And there got to be a whole bunch of you that contribute to his campaign. Dr. Cornell West don't, doesn't have the money. And y'all ain't going to support him. Uh, Dre Hines said he can't win with that hairdo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, look, I, said, I, I, I tell fired. You. Um, I tell them, I tell people all the time, you know, Tim McGee, who runs volunteers from up in Connecticut, you know, I said, look, I, I think it's lofty for Cornell West, you know, to run a campaign like this. Sure, he's got connections in the media so he it's, can get his message out. It's not the lofty. Problem it's I, not, uh, see, we don't need lofty though. I know. Um, My biggest problem age, with it, women can can 
um, no woman can win. Let me see what Professor, Professor Keone said. Biggest... At this day and age, no woman will win the presidency. America is not ready for a female president, white, black, or indifferent. I, I, I disagree. I think the right woman could. Good morning, J.I. Dixon. Um, Elon Musk for president. Elon Musk for president. You, you don't want Elon Musk for president. You, you don't even know what you're asking for, Greg. Christy Graham said, I feel like Trump has ruined the political system and made it where people are too afraid to run anymore. Um, unfortunately, Christy Graham, what um, Donald Trump did was expose the political system and, to me, opened up the floodgates where anybody can run. If you're able to, um, to galvanize people, you, can, um, you, you would do great. Um, and um, John Beckman said he can't win without being in the news every day. Since our talk last Friday, I haven't heard his name mentioned one time in the news or social media. You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, it, it's not writers, um, Janet Marie, it's not writers that he needs. Um, he needs a policy. He needs, his, policy has, his policy has to stretch across the American public. And, mm-hmm. you know, when I hear people say, you know, special interest groups, you know, the, the Democrats say the Republicans have special interest groups. The Republicans say the Democrats have special interest groups. Any, anybody who caters to a specific group has a special uh, interest group. Um, uh, um, Chanel, um, Pamela um, Davis said, Jay, what, what woman do you think could win? Um, I think a woman who, uh, who speaks with clarity, confidence, and has a, has a concise plan uh, with that, that, would, that would be inclusive of all in her messaging. So, you know, it's like um, Dr. Cornell West is for the people, for regular working class people, and that's beautiful. But if you're for working class people, you shouldn't be for them and against somebody else. You should be for a working class people as, like I work, I'm the California Black Chamber of Commerce, and my focus is African-American small business, but not to the exclusion of any other small business. I don't care what color you are. If you're a small business owner and you need help, my job is to help you. So I think when, when Dr. Cornell West is saying he's for the American people, it can't be, but I'm, I'm, I'm against big business. I'm against, um, I'm against capitalism. He has to be for all of it that makes America. And any candidate that can do that will win. Um, uh, I believe that Donald Trump, because he's so outspoken and because he says what's on his mind and because he sounds like frustrated Americans, frustrated Americans respond to him to the tune of a hardcore 40% base, 40%. Um, Janet Marie has all of that, Jay. She will never win. She's not running for... She's not running um, for office, Michael Niner Jordan. What I'm saying is that um, when you look at, you know, um, 40% of the disgusting statistics, is that what you said, Christy? No, Christy, 40% of the, 
uh, is a statistic that is that is an actuality that's real um, in a country where you get to have your own opinion. And whether people agree with Donald Trump or not, or the people that follow him or not, the country we live in says, if you don't like it, then get a majority to dismantle it. Um, if Dr. West needs some cash, I know a guy in New Jersey who has an extra $500 in his pocket. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if Menendez is smart, he would donate that to Cornell West <laughs> and to pay back the well, guy who really put it through him under the bus. Because trust me, folks, Joe Biden threw Bob Menendez under the bus. I'm telling you that. Um, so today is um, Tuesday, September 26, 2023. Uh, the Daily Word is grateful. Brother Reverend Ali, are you doing the word of the day? Well, you know, I like to hear Reese do it. He seems to be real Ooh. great today. Reese, go ahead and do the word of the day. I know you got one. Yes, sir. Okay, right. Grab one right now. So Reese is going to do the word of the day. I'm going to do the Daily Word, grateful, G-R-A-T-E-F-U-L, on Tuesday, September 26th. I lift my head with gratitude. Although I may not be inclined to give thanks for all things, I can practice gratitude in every situation. Gratitude elevates me. With each thankful prayer, I feel a lift of my vibration, consciousness, and circumstances. How can I ruminate or obsess while I'm giving thanks. Through my grateful thoughts, I feel the light in my soul becoming clear and bright as any dark cloud of doubt or disappointment dissolves. Spiritual guidance shines through my mind and heart, making my direction sure. My grateful heart guides and moves me towards my highest and best outcome. My pathway is clear. My way is sure. And I give thanks as I walk with conviction along my journey of soul evolution. Today's Bible word, verse is 1 Timothy 2.1. First of all, then I urge the supplications, prayers, intersections, and thanksgiving be made for everyone. Yeah. Reese on the radio, what is the word of the day? Jay King, the word of the day is gluttonous. Gluttonous. Gluttonous is spelled G-L-U-T-T-O-N-O-U-S. The definition of gluttonous is given to gluttony, eating to excess, indulging the appetite, given to excess eating, prone to overeating. Let me see if I can use that in a sentence. If you've ever seen Fred's hands, you would think they were gluttonous for finger food. Gluttonous. <laughs> Don't take a bath of some milk or some bleach, Reese. That's what you do, buddy. Put your big fat black ass in a tub of fucking bleach or either milk. You stanky bastard. Uh, um, okay, I, um, just to change subjects, um, I have, um, I'm going to play something for you guys, and I want you guys to tell me if you side with the 
with the husband or the wife? The husband crossed the line when he left his wife at the airport. The husband explained they had about 15 minutes until boarding started, and his wife insisted on going to Starbucks, which was on a different terminal. He told her she didn't have time, but she didn't listen. He waited as long as possible, but when the gate agent was about to close the door, he decided to get on the plane, and the wife did not make the connection. He had to throw the whole wife away. First of all, he was going to visit his daughter. So when the wife decided to go to another terminal with 15 minutes to board the plane, she made him make a choice between her and his daughter. So there was a trip planned before. She overslept, so they already missed the flight. So this is the second time that they're going to try to see his daughter. So when she decided that she was going to delay or just take her sweet time like the plane was supposed to wait for her, then he did the right thing and he got his butt on that plane to go see his daughter. Did a husband cross the line? So uh, if that was you and um, you were going to see your daughter in college and your your wife, uh, not her mother, but your wife, decides to um, go get a Starbucks when you tell her, yo, it's not enough time. And she goes anyway. And when she comes back, you're gone because you got on the plane. Oh, uh, Would you have stayed or would you have gotten on the plane, Reese? Yeah, I'd have gotten on the plane. And in the, the, the young lady who was speaking other than the host, she made a lot of clear points about this. I'm glad she got that out because this is – for the woman uh, that went to go get the Starbucks, this was something that was sort of like Ori in the making. I don't think this woman ever wanted to go see his daughter, and I think she was trying to find a way to get out of it, which is why she ran to go get a Starbucks. It's the stupidest reason in the world to miss a flight because you need a Starbucks. I think she was sending a clear message she didn't want to go. Uh, and I'd have left it there. I'd have just said, hey, I'm out. And then got on the plane and then left and see whether or not she got on the plane later. If she didn't, F her. Um, now, Tim, said, it was Rose. Tim said, I'm leaving that ass no matter who it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I think she left it. I think she really was sending a message to Good her morning, husband Jeff that Carter. she didn't want to go. Good morning, Dion. My sister Dion just joined us. Um, hey, Fred, what, Fred, what would you have done? I would have left her. I'd have left her out. And she knows it. We don't play like that when traveling out in public and shit like that. No. Um, Dre Hines said, I will never marry, I will never leave my wife, and I will never marry a bitch that ignorant. <laughs> well, if she was your wife, you would have. That, that, that you would have had to make a choice. At that point, Dre, you, at that point, you married a bot that was that ignorant because now she got you in a dilemma. Are you going to stay um, and wait for her, or are you going to go see your daughter? <laughs> um, John Beckman said, Fred would have said, bring back some chips, bitch. <laughs> um, uh, um, what about you, um, uh, Ali? No, see, when I catch airplanes, I ain't caught one since 19... 19- uh, ninety-five. But it's not a plane. It doesn't act like you. Let's, it doesn't act like you did. Okay. Right. You, you got on the plane. Okay. Right. Your, your daughter. But we, we're gonna pretend like you have a daughter. We're gonna pretend like you're getting on the plane. We're gonna pretend like you have a wife, and your wife 
and this is all pretend, your wife goes to Starbucks inside the airport, you tell her not to go, uh, would you have stayed and left? Dre said he would have stayed. What would you have? I would have grabbed. I would have grabbed her motherfucking ass and told her, "I told you, don't go to Starbucks. Let's go now." That's what I would have done to her. <laughs> but, but what if she left? What if she left, Ali? Are you leaving her or are you waiting for her? She left already. She went to get the call. Well, we. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna leave her. Shit, we can catch the next flight. What am I leave her for? Because you're going to see your daughter. Well, I'll just catch the next flight and go find this biatch. I wouldn't give a damn if the if the daughter was causing issues in a relationship or not. You know what the fuck. Why do you have to say pretend? Why not hypothetical? Because I got to make it pretend with this motherfucker, because if I make it hypothetical, it's going to be more difficult for him to grasp hold of. That's I, I'm, going to, I, I'm going to the E. I'm going to the E. You know what, Jackie? I'm going to the I'm going to the EEOC on you right now. FCC, 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 Consumer Affairs. We'll get a class action on this motherfucker. Let me just say this to you: If you in the airport with me, and I'll fuck, where we going? If you in the airport with me. And you know, like I know, what time the flight's going to leave? See, because I'm probably boarding one of the first people boarding. Um, I am boarding the plane. Hey, I'm what? not waiting on you. I'm boarding to get my seat and get my comfort because I paid for it. Hey, one. And you know what time this flight is leaving like I do. And I told your ass not to leave. Because um, you don't have enough time. I ain't fucking with so, you. So you, so you got to figure the shit out now. <laughs> you want, you want to do man shit. You want to be, you, you want to be on, you want to be in charge. Be in charge. You want to be OJ. You want to be OJ. You want to run through the airport, causing the scene, fucking up shit. Fuck that. I travel alone. I ain't supposed to do all that ignorant ass shit out there in the public. Fuck all that. Mm-mm. Too stressful. So Dre, I, Dre, I, I love you for for your for your uh, dedication to us. I ain't dedicated like that. <laughs> that motherfucker on the Titanic. He the goddamn be drunk with the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> The part I don't understand is you know this woman did not want to go because it doesn't matter whether or not the Starbucks is empty. If you are the only person at that Starbucks, it still takes a minute for you to get your order. It's never an instant sort of, uh, you know, uh, transaction. It takes a while. And if they only had 15 minutes to board, there was no way she was coming back in an airport or the Starbucks in enough time. She knew what she was doing. Right. I agree. I, I don't, you know, um, I, I was on a flight one day, Club Nouveau was, um, we was traveling, and um, one of the members was late, and 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 somebody said, um, are you, um, we got to wait. I said, get your motherfucking ass on this plane. Everybody who missed this flight 
is going to is going to get charged all their money. So if you if you want to so get on this plane. Everybody got on that goddamn plane, and he barely made it. I don't be fucking around. I'm serious about time. Uh, John Beckman said, who goes to Starbucks? That shit's way too expensive anyway. Uh, Daphne said, I left a guy I used to date in San Francisco. Don't play with me. Yeah, I'm not, I don't, mm-mm. And, and, you know, and I'm going to see my daughter. You know who I love more than everybody in the whole wide world? I mean, like, you put everybody on the planet. I love my daughter more than everybody in the whole wide world. The only person that is right there with her that rivals her is my mama. My mama, and my mama ain't here no more. So my daughter is the shot. Uh, Dre Hines said, now, I left band members before, but I can't see leaving my wife. Uh, Dre Hines, uh, in, in that instance, my wife is my band member. You late, you got to pay the late fight. You know what time it was. You know what it was. And we could be going on vacation. I bet you I'll be at the vacation before you will because I'm on the flight and you're not. You know, you knew what time this motherfucker left. We both did. She She didn't even mention the most crucial part of that story is that the tickets that they purchased, there was no apparatus that they could get a second flight. So if they missed it, they had to pay for a new ticket for her to fly yeah. Well, no, no, they they would have probably accommodated her because she was there. You know, they would have probably accommodated her. Um, I got another one that you guys are going, you guys might like. The man accused of killing his girlfriend continues today, and so far no ruling on if he'll be able to show his to the jury like he requested. For more on the story, let's get the local fans. Carlos Suarez has been following this from Fort Lauderdale. Carlos. The Associate Medical Examiner of Broward County took to the stand about an hour ago and said that in all his years of work, he has never had a single case where someone choked to death as a result of performing oral Now, his testimony goes to the heart of the defense's case that Richard Patterson did not kill his girlfriend back in 2015. Prosecutors allege that the 65-year-old choked her to death, but he claims that she choked on his The Emmy told jurors... A would have to be lodged far enough down a person's throat to block that person from breathing through their nose and mouth. He also said that it would take two to three minutes for a person to die as a result of a lack of oxygen so that it would have been clear that a person, this woman in particular, would have been in distress. Trial of a South Florida man accused of killing his girlfriend continues today, and so far no ruling on if he'll be able to... <laughs> Let me be the first to say, I love this fucking story. I love this story. Why do you love this story, Reed? I mean, I mean, just think about it. Wouldn't you want to be on the jury having this out inside like, the jury room? And I was like, so wait a minute now. <laughs> Technically, this was a crime of passion, wasn't it? <laughs> wow. So this was this is what Donald Grammer would say. Uh, Donald Donald Grammer, what do you think about this story? Well, Jay, thank first of all, thank you for asking me. As you know, I do have a two footer, as you as you call it, 
it's quite large and enormous. And this is why I don't um, practice oral sex, because something like this might happen. And as you know, um, I've blown out backs before, and uh, that's very painful. So, yeah, no, I, I um, this is very, very sad for me. And um, so, yeah, I wouldn't. And not only that, but on the side of their mouth, you stretch them out, and they get stretch marks on on the side of both of their mouth. And I did, it's not a pain when I want to kiss them. <laughs> Um, I also heard in that report that members of the family could not be reached for comment because every time uh, they did get called by the um, reporters, uh, many of them were choked up in disbelief. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Watch this one. Okay, what about this? And nobody behind me. These are things I can hide in my room. Jay King, this is my first. This is my first time at the store, sir, and that may very well be the ugliest vending machine I've ever seen in my life. Uh, yeah, she. Tra- uh, she. <laughs> John Beckman said that she trained shoplifters. Uh, no, John, that's just things that she can hide in her robe. That's how big she is. Of course, you guys know. Um, every day that we're on, I want to do um, a Britney Spears moment where you guys can God watch damn. Britney Spears oh with her dance. I, you might want to, you might want to go to Facebook and see this week. Um, this oh, I've Britney already seen Spears. it. I see can everyone you sent me. Yeah, ladies, can we take a vote? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, that's. That's Brittany. I can't. Um, go, Brittany. Go, Brittany. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what a what a complete uh, waste of a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know the only way I could Brittany, huh? The only thing I can say about her is, is Brittany, this is what happens when you don't get enough black dick in your life. This is your problem. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that, so that's that's our Britney moment. You know, I always want to play uh, a Britney dance moment. Um, now Britney does these. She does these every day. Yeah, she does on her on her account, Instagram account. Yeah. I feel sad for her because I used to say free Britney. Now I say get that bitch in the rubber room now. 
<laughs> just get her. She's got to be committed to something. <laughs> wow. Come on. You're going to tell me you didn't watch that nonsense, Nicole, and say to yourself, there's a, she needs one of those white long coats, you know, the one that keep your hands from hurting yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I am not watching uh, the dance. You have to see I'm, them. I'm stepped away. No, no. <laughs> you I've have seen to enough see them. to last me a lifetime. <laughs> now you know why she was in that conservatorship. Her father was keeping this away from the public. Yeah, but and now that there's no more. Taking, her father was taking upwards of six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars a year. Hello, that's money well listen, money well earned. Do you see that woman? He was getting he was compensated fairly. Fifty thousand dollars a month. I'm gonna need you to put the knife down. Listen to me, to contain that Yahoo, he was totally underpaid. Oh my god. The bitch is dancing around in a bikini bottom and knives, J King. I'm sorry. I suggest he gets a raise. Uh, John Beckman said, I can see now why they had dictatorship, I mean conservatorship. (laughs) (laughs) But do you know that that she was paying her father uh, two times more than, two to three times more than she would pay somebody else? So her father. Her father. Her father was her father, was, making, the her father was making more money than a therapist would have. Mm-hmm. Let me <laughs> Which show you. Clearly me needed. Show you guys what, this is what this is what Brittany said to her daddy. This is what she was saying to her daddy right there. When she won, she said, "Dad, I won." <laughs> and this is <laughs> this is what I think about you. Until now. Britney Spears, listen to me, that poor girl, everything about her life, I thought she was going nuts. I don't care whether she's going nuts or not. You don't rob your, you don't rob your, you don't rob your your own kid. I can't, I can't take money from my daughter like that and feel good about myself. He didn't, he didn't give a damn. And that's, so, now watch this. Tell me what you guys think about this. I was a little bit freaked because I was confused. This photo shows him with his newborn son, Bentley. For three years, Chris kept the secret. The nanny, still living with his family, maintained the fiction that another man was baby Bentley's father. Chris finally came clean to his mother, Nadine. Mom, Bentley's really my kid. No, there's no way. There's no way Bentley can be your child. A DNA test proved it was true. When the results came back in, I went and threw up. The nanny was charged with multiple counts of sexual battery. Finding out this was going on in your house to your son, how does it make you feel? Like a failure? How did I let this woman manipulate me and my family in such a way that she could do this and I was blind to it? Last month, Marissa Mowry pleaded guilty in Hillsborough County, Florida, and was sentenced to 20 years in prison. <laughs> and here's little baby Bentley today. I love Daddy so much. He's now five years old. Is he a good daddy, a great daddy, or the best daddy? 
a big daddy. Chris has a message to the nanny who seduced him with a game that was anything but innocent. Game over. I was a little bit freaked because I was confused. This photo shows him with his newborn son. What would you do? And I want I want honest answers from you guys. What would you do, Ali, if you found out that the nanny was playing hide the sausage with your son and got pregnant? Damn. Um, Ali is tending to the animals. Fred, what would you do? I don't know, man. I can't imagine no shit like that. Huh? Damn, I wish Marcus was here. I would uh, call the authorities, man. Huh? I'd call the authorities. The police. Okay. Well, beyond that. I don't know if you can do shit, man. They didn't... I just read that. Professor Keone said the repart the retarded red would probably try to get some. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I think about the boy. He's 16, and if that happened, Jesus Christ! No, I know his 11. mother would lose her shit. He was 11 when it happened, Reed. Yeah. Well, no, I was thinking, no, I'm talking about Roseanne's that. son. I'm saying him at 16, oh. if, 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 even if that were to happen now, I was like, his mother would fucking lose her shit. Um, I, don't, I don't know. That's I mean, it's like nothing you could do about that. You just got to take that on the chin. Because she's Sam having Watson that baby. He's only 11, so I can understand he's young, but I was fucking at 12. <laughs> well, thanks, Tim. But um, it's called self-indictment for a reason. Pado, <laughs> <laughs> um, were you listening? Yeah, I, I think I heard some of it. So, if you found out that your 11-year-old son was having um was having sex with a nanny and, and she had a baby, you found out that the baby was his. What would you do? I mean, I go to the authorities. Because now he's going to be on the hook for that, right? Forever. For for yeah. for his life. He's only eleven, and what are they going to do? Um, Graduate high school together? Like I don't. Yeah, it, it's it's a bad situation. <laughs> he's a bad. He's a terrible motherfucking father, uh, Potter. Why are you mad? Because your eleven year old got some pussy. Because she got her. It's the baby the, part. You got the girl pregnant. Got her pregnant. So what? So what? Shit, I'd have got some of the pussy too. It was the, yeah. that's what, you know what? That's that was exactly, exactly what someone said. That's exactly what oh Keone said you would have said. <laughs> Keone said that. Yeah, I just, he said the retard said shit again. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I would have put on him a punch, so, Tony. So, hey, 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 so Ali, so you'll be good with paying for that baby? <laughs> Yep. What do you mean you paying for that baby? If she if she a nanny if she a nigga if she a nanny if she a nanny if she a nanny, she going to jail. What do you mean paying for a baby? You stupid. But where's the baby going? Do you think the baby's going to jail too? Who's gonna take care of this? You gotta take the baby. How are you gonna take the baby how you gonna take the baby if he is the baby still in her when she go to prison? No, she had a baby. What do you think happens when the baby comes out? Okay. 
so when the baby came out, what did they do? What did they do with the baby when the teacher had listen? When the teacher had that everybody know had sex with the the Asian Hawaiian looking dude. Oh, you talking about what happened to yeah? What happened to the baby, Reese? What happened to the baby when she had him? Stayed with Billy. He's the boy got him. Okay. The boy got the baby. You talking about Mary Kay Latorno? Yeah, she's the, yeah, the yeah. boy got, got the baby. baby. The first baby? B- yeah, oh, both he got of them. all of them. No, he got them now. I'm saying when she had the no, first baby, where did the baby go? With with, no, with, Phil, with, with him, Billy. The baby was with her for the first four or six weeks, I think, and then it went to him. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Billy had the baby growing up. But but I'm okay. I'm but you you got me worried because you um you, why are you, you trying to put ten on the two Jay? No, stop adding shit. You over there adding shit? God damn it! That's, that's why that's why we call the EOC on you. That's why I said the baby came out. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to complicate that. <laughs> <laughs> this is just too much. It's just too much. You got a lot of lawsuits, oh, Jay King. <laughs> Baby, just Knocked too on much. his head and shit. No, one of y'all. A lot of help. This Maybe got a lot of help. Way too more, way too complicated for a conversation. Okay. <laughs> that was a goddamn matter of fact. Oh. I don't want to. I don't want to complicate shit. Yeah, Mary Kay Latorno did pass away just recently. I want to say like two, three years ago yeah. of, of cancer. Yeah, yes, yeah, she did. She did. Um, all right, you guys, we were talking about the Flintstones earlier. Were we? So I'm just... <laughs> no, we were not. That's the topic. All I did That's was the topic Jay come with. That's the topics Jay come with when he's getting sued. That was the worst segue, Jay. That's five food is real. They can't be five stepping like a motherfucker. <laughs> can I go back to what Donald Grammer said? He's blown out back so far. Have you spent time with Ali? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay, J. King. No, I'm bringing the EEOC to your house, nigga. Oh, nigga, the, the, fans, the fans is at your door, J. King. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you see, Fred? You see, That's Fred? So cold. That, is so that, that, was all, cold. that was all the way wrong. That was, that was all the way wrong. wrong. Exactly. Me I'm almost Fred, embarrassed. You ran completely out. Me and Fred got a class action lawsuit against J. King. Class action. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh I'm not gonna lie, John. Back, I disavow any knowledge of you after that joke. Uh, this motherfucker here, Nikki Poo gonna give us up though, man. You know that motherfucker there. He got a hell of a way of telling shit. The Flintstones 
premiered wow. on ABC television in 1960. New York Times critic Jack Gold derided the show as an inked disaster. And Jackie Gleason considered suing because he said the primetime cartoon experiment was a honeymooner's copycat set mm-hmm. in 10,000 BCE. And even with all that, fans grew attached to Fred, Wilma, Barney, and Betty, at least until the introduction of the Great Gazoo, a green alien meant to lay the groundwork for Hanna Barber's next unconventional That's family you. sitcom, The Jetsons. That's you. With mm-hmm. iconic friendship. Okay, motherfuckers, you keep talking while I'm reading. You're going to be put on me. Oh, fuck. I know what to do with you. Uh, my bad. My bad. I shouldn't. I don't know why. You, I should have just put your dumb ass on mute. That's why I did it. Um. So, um, with iconic friendships, a theme song, earworm, and countless ancient modern mashups, here's how the show chiseled its way into our collective conscience. Number one. The partnership between William Hanna and Joseph Barbera. Joseph Barbera um, and William Hanna met when they were in their late 20s as new hires at MGM's fledgling animation department. Discovering that they shared similar comic sensibilities, they teamed up on 15 years of Tom and Jerry antics, earning two Oscar nominations for Best Short Subject Cartoons. When MGM shuttered its animation department in 1957, the duo, intent on segueing into television, formed Hanna-Barbera Productions and created the first animated half-hour series, The Huckleberry Hound Show. To save time and money, the pair pioneered limited animation, which basically presented a series of storyboard drawings linked by small movements like bobbing heads and talking lips, the president of distributor Screen Gems asked Hanna-Barbera if they wanted to collaborate on a primetime television cartoon, even though the standalone cartoon had only been successful thus far as morning or afternoon kids programming, and they accepted the challenge. And here is Hanna-Barbera. Those are the two guys that created a lot of the cartoons that you and I grew up on and loved as kids. Um, to engineer a hit with viewership potential, uh, with the with the viewership potential, a father knows best to leave it to Beaver. Hanna Barbera decided to focus their show on the suburban family, with some sort of unique twist. They brainstormed central characters who were Romans, indigenous people, pilgrims, Appalachian people, and nomads. Then animator Dan Gordon doodled two cavemen dressed in animal skins. His figures flanked a record player that had a live bird's beak as its needle. Character designer Ed Benedict tried to add more features present in early humans, but at Barbera's urging, he made the physiques more refined, even giving Wilma a stone necklace that resembled oversized pearls. The series was named after the primary caveman couple. They named, then named the Flagstones, 
So before they were the Flintstones, these were the Flagstones and the Rubble. Um, and Finding a Network, a 90-second pilot for the Flagstones was filmed in 1959. Good morning, Sharon Burney. Touting the footage and storyboards, Barbera traveled to New York City for two months of dismal pitch meetings with networks and sponsors. Finally, on the last day of his trip, ABC greenlit the show for a 28-episode first season. However, the daily comic strip, High and Lois, already had a family called the Flagstones. The Gladstones served as a placeholder until the parties arrived at the Flintstones. Decade later, decades later, in 1994, Cartoon Network aired the Flagstones pilot after it was recovered from a New York storage facility. Father Knows Best veteran Jean Vander Powell, Wilma, was the only actor to lend her voice to both the pilot and the eventual series. So the Flintstones were going to be the Flagstones. Do you think we would have liked them better as the Flagstones? Anybody? Um, no. 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 But I'm so happy to learn because I – I never knew that. I did not know that Jackie Gleason sued the Flintstones in its inception because that makes so much sense. I always thought growing up that the two were incredibly similar. Now, where, where were the Flintstones? Where did the Flintstones live? Anybody remember? Bedrock. That's right. Does anybody remember the song Bedrock by the group Glass? No. Was that the one? Was that the one that did? Yeah.
Did any, any you guys remember? Do you guys remember Bedrock? Anybody? No. Not in the least. No, no sir. The song on the show was better. In Bedrock. Two years, two yeah. years. Jesus, that's yeah, what that I know. <laughs> so, character actor Alan Reed won the role of Fred. A year after the Flintstones debuted, Reed played Sally Tomato, the mob boss who welcomes Holy Golightly for weekly prison visits and breakfast at Tiffany's. Once when asked to say Yahoo in Fred's voice, Reed ad-libbed the replacement that became the character's signature, Yabba Dabba Doo was inspired by the 1950s jingle for men's hair products, Braille Cream, A Little Dabble Do. Meanwhile, the original voice of Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Porky Pig, and scores of other Looney Tunes characters, Mel Blanc, was hired to play Fred's best friend and next-door neighbor, Barney Rubble. The animation legend picked up a second reoccurring part on the Stone Age series, supplying the barks for the Flintstones' pet dinosaur, Dino. In 1961, Blanc survived a head-on car crash, but spent two weeks in a coma and 70 days in the hospital. During this period, Barney was voiced by Dolph Butler, the performer who voiced Fred in the Flagstones pilot, as well as Huckleberry Hound and Yogi Bear on the Huckleberry Hound show. Upon Blanc's release, he was temporarily confined to a body cast and series recording sessions relocated to his home for about 40 episodes. Rounding out the core cast was B. Benaderet, who has been Lucille Ball's first choice to play Ethel on I Love Lucy. For four seasons, Benaderet took the Flintstone's second female lead, Barney Rubble, until she exited to star in Petticoat Junction. Geraldine Jerry Johnson portrayed Betty for the remaining seasons. Over the course of six seasons and 166 episodes, the Flintstones carved out a formidable TV legacy. The show was the premier 30-minute animated sitcom, as well as the first cartoon ever nominated for Outstanding Comedy Series at a primetime Emmys and honored The Simpsons has never even achieved. Despite his laugh track, the Flintstones embarked on nuanced storylines in its middle seasons about routes and parenthood. After Fred and Wilma became U.S. television's first animated couple to sleep in the same bed, nine episodes were devoted to Wilma's pregnancy with their daughter, Pebble. During the following season with Barney and Betty, the series acknowledged the plight of infertility a rarely addressed topic on screen or in society at the time. The Rubbles eventually adopted a son, Bam Bam. Bam, 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 Bam. The Flintstones proved that there was a grown-up audience for animation, emboldening future TV creators to tackle mature themes such as parental abandonment, the Simpsons, politics, South Park, mortality, Archer, and mental illness, Bojack Horseman, a great critic, two great critical acclaim. Additionally, The Flintstones was an early satirist of TV tropes and celebrity culture that helped establish 
the practice of famous guest stars doing cameos as themselves. Anne Margaret, Ed Sullivan, Tony Curtis, Rock Hudson, and Cary Grant were among the prominent personalities that entered Bedrock. The show also gave rise to numerous TV spinoffs, two live-action films, and millions of brontosaurus cranes worth of merchandise sales, ranging from Fruity Pebbles cereal to Flintstones vitamins. After a robust second life in syndication, the Flintstones recently found a new home at HBO Max. Jeff Carlin said, I remember the first Flintstone episode. I was five years old, and my parents told me I was too, it was too late for me to watch. It was on at 7 p.m., and I snuck out and watched from around the corner. And Margaret was fine. And Margaret had a little thing on her, too. And Margaret was still so, fine when she was in Grumpy Old Men. Yeah. And Margaret had a little thing of a jig on her. Fred, I'm sorry I had to put you on mute like that. Um, hey, guess what? You asked for Marcus, Reese. Guess who, guess who called in? Oh, get out. Hey, Marcus. So, so Marcus, we had, we had a thing on here where uh, a nanny worked for a family, and she took care of their 11-year-old son. Their son, at 11, um, she was pregnant. And for three years, she um she she had this she had this child, and the son went to the mother and said, "Mom, that's my baby," and the mother didn't believe him. They went and got a, a woman and Betty was fine too. You're right, bitch. <laughs> they um and got they DNA found test. out that the baby was his. If you found out that your nanny were playing hide the sausage with your son, what would you do? Marcus? Oh, oh, sorry, I was on mute. I had the phone muted. Uh, I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed because my child is an underage child, so basically they violated my son. So... It doesn't, it doesn't like, oh, my son get kudos, oh, he's a man now, because he done uh, been with an older woman. No, you took, you, you violated my son in his young, his young, his youthfulness. I'd be Ali said he, and he, Ali said he would have got some too. Because now you got so now you got a not fully developed child that's now yeah, you in think the you role of, that. that's now in the role of a father position, which he doesn't have the fundamental and skill set to even be in a father's role, and now he has a child that's you know what I mean. No, Marcus, let me good. ask you this part of the story. So the nanny is now doing twenty five years. What would you do with the child that was born the child, out of this? The child, I mean, that's a good question. Due to the ignorance of the situation, I mean, the child is not guilty. The child is not is not guilty of anything. The child would right. be loved, raised, and cared for. You know what I mean? The, but what you gonna do with child? What? Are you gonna take the child? Yes. You're probably gonna you would. To. Yeah. yeah. 
Ali wanted I'm not cool. Ali wanted a child to be in jail with the mama. <laughs> no, Kevin. No. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm My sorry. God. I'm gonna. I'm gonna defend <laughs> Jay King on this because I don't think Ali was really, really clear on what would happen with the child. <laughs> Did that actually happen? That's all right. That's all right. I got a lawsuit on you too, Reese. Well, we, you, wait, wait, can you just? Well, 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 if if mm-hmm. this one, if. Would you let the baby like Lopez? You're a radio personality lying on me. Miss Lopez said I'm with Ali. On which part, baby? No. No. You're suing you, Reese. You're going to jail. Can you at least tell us what would you do with the baby? Would you raise the baby? Of course I would have to if they're going to give it to me, but, you know, if. And he's 11 well, years old, they're going to give him a child. No, if he's the 11, then they're going to give him a child. The, boy, the baby wasn't 11. That's what I just said. That's what I just said. That's what I said. If he's 11, then they're going to give me a child. You know, like, goddamn, what am I supposed to do with that? Take him to school with me? <laughs> <laughs> no. Don't make believe. Don't make believe. Well, I'm glad that you would do the right thing. You're the parent, Ali. <laughs> And, 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 I'm 11 years old, J.K. No, no, no. He's more the parent of the 11-year-old boy. What would you yes. do with the baby? Your grandpa. Would, can you imagine an 11-year-old boy putting oh. a stroller to school? I know. Shit. I don't know. We have to go to court for a while, though. I'll take care of it. Because I'm going to try to get some money from the state for this lady raping my son. The, the, the state didn't do it. You, you, the one who brought her in the house. Oh, what? She, she raped him, though, Jay. She raped him. He gonna get and social security on the baby. Yeah, but she's doing. She's doing. He's gonna get some social security. He's gonna get some social security on the baby. And it was my first of all. That bitch going to jail. That's number one. Number two. This motherfucker was fucking too. Nigga, you fucking. You gonna learn some responsibility. You got to start learning that. You know you're going to court to get that money, Jay. That's why she going to jail, because hey, you can't get the money you, if she don't go to jail. He didn't ask you, Potter. He didn't ask you. He didn't ask Ali. He yeah, Potter. You do. And I'm yeah, that's you right, Potter. I would do. Let me tell you, this is what so I would ass. do. When my son <laughs> turned nine years old, I told them at 11 they wouldn't get another nickel from me, that if they wanted money, they would have to come work at my office in the summertime. And that's what they did. Well, my son's turned 15. I told my son that you can't live with me. You can't work for me. You got to go find your own job. From 15 to 18, they found their own work. Mm -hmm. When they were 16, I told them at 18, they couldn't live at my house. Because two sets of hairy nuts can't live in the same house. You're going to have some bossing That's a cold game, J.K. You put you hard on your boys, man. That's how I am. You're a cold so motherfucker, Jay. If my son is fucking, and now he want to tell, because, motherfucker, everything was good up until you told. Now you snitching. You and the bitch, you guys had a thing. She said, don't tell nobody. You got mad at her about something. And now you tell him. Well, he's 11, though, Jay. She's going to pay for it. She's going to pay yeah, for it. Yeah, he don't it. know what's going 
He hey, don't know how to get mad. He already eleven. He don't even know how to get mad. mad. You knew what you knew what it was. You knew how good that shit. You know how good that shit felt when you was busting that. Man, shit. she she like stuffed that. his head. She she forced his head down there, made me eat the coochie, then forced hey, herself man, on him. You know what? Uh, you knew what it was. You you held a secret for three years. So he was traumatized, Jay. He was traumatized. He didn't want to tell nobody he got some coochie. Hey man, what, 11 years you, old. you know what? Then, then you, then you, then you shouldn't have, as much as we talk. And let me just say you this too. From you you should have knew he was fucking. Nine years old, you should have knew it. From the time you should have knew he was fucking. You didn't hire the bitch to come in there and take care of him. Well, I'm gonna tell you something else, Fred. Let me tell you what your dumb ass don't know, and this is what your dumb ass is gonna do. Let me tell you what your dumb ass don't know. From the time my sons were nine years old, and I can get them on the phone right now, the motherfuckers knew what a prophylactic was. You know why? No, but they didn't realize. And so I I, I wouldn't give a damn what they didn't realize. If my kids didn't realize, it's because they wasn't listening. Because from the time my sons are nine years old, I'm talking to them about prophylactics. As a matter of fact, one day I sneak up on a conversation. Where, where, my, where John is saying to King, uh, what does Dad want us to do? Where is, it, where is this from the time we're nine to we're 20? It, it, it isn't it going to get dirty? You know, they've been making jokes about it. I told my sons this. Bring a baby here if you want to. Bring a baby here if you want to. And see who takes care of them. My son John got somebody pregnant. At 17, 16, they got pregnant. He had a baby at 17. Um, ask him how much money I gave him. You, you guys ask me, how much money you give me? How much? Not a goddamn thing. Motherfucker, you want to make babies, you want to be grown, you got to do what grown people do. It was a couple of years before I started helping him because he had to learn how to make it on his own because I, cause I, I don't get down like that. But you know what? My son is married to this day to the same woman. They have three kids. And it wasn't easy. You got to be hard on them. You got to be tough on them. You can't be sissified on boys. Daddies can't be sissified on their boys. You sissified on your boys, you're going to get a sissified boy. And then he ain't going to be. My, my boys, I, I, I stand up. My son's a solid motherfucker. So no, I, so my son would have, he, you know, I would have dealt with the fact that that this situation took place. But then I would have dealt with the fact that you lied to me, motherfucker. You you, you never you didn't tell me. When people, you know, my boys hated me at one time. I, I'm sure they went to they went to sleep and said, "Dear God, kill this motherfucker." Amen. Because I was tough on them. But you know what my boys knew today? Hey, man, my dad loved me. My dad looked out for me. My, my dad held me accountable. It's hard to hold grown-ups accountable, especially grown boys, because they nutsack fall different. See, if you, don't, if you don't hold them accountable when they're young, when they get older, if you ain't holding them accountable, they, they nutsack fall different. The motherfuckers will challenge you every step of the way, motherfucker, and, and, and square up on you. 
because because you didn't teach you didn't teach their nutsack how to fall right. Hey, motherfucker, I'm your daddy. When you see boys that fight their daddies, that beat up on their daddies, that talk stupid to their daddies, you got to look at the daddy. You got to look at you got to look at who that daddy was, how that daddy was, and what that daddy was. And and when they get older, the 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 love, the, the father and son, the love, the respect, you can't you can't run from it, you can't hide from it. It is there. It's it's all so, there. Once a once a young boy has lost that respect for you as a as a father as a man, it's all bad. It's, it, yeah. it's all bad. So every step of the way, every foot of the way, you have to install that respect, that 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 man, that space that hey, I'm father, I'm dad, I'm not your friend, I'm your father, I'm your daddy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you will respect yeah. me. You you might not like my decisions and choices. But you will respect me, period, point blank. And that's what it is. We got to do our history moment real quick. We haven't been doing them lately. This, today our history moment is on Malvin Russell Good. Malvin Russell Good was the first African-American news correspondent for a major television network. Good was born on February 13, 1908 in White Plains, Virginia. But his family moved to Homestead, Pennsylvania, near Pittsburgh, when he was very young. Good, the third of four boys and two girls, attended public school in Homestead, Pennsylvania. While still in high school, Good began working at night at U.S. Steel's Homestead Mill, where his father was employed, and continued his employment there even as he attended the University of Pittsburgh. He received a bachelor's degree there in 1931. After graduation, he continued to work at the mill because jobs were difficult to find during the Great Depression. In 1936, Good finally left the Homestead Mill to become a probation officer for Pittsburgh's juvenile court. He also worked at Pittsburgh's Young Men's Christian Association, the YMCA. In 1942, he became the manager of the Pittsburgh Housing Authority, remaining at that post for six years. In 1948, Good became a journalist when he was offered a job as a reporter for the Pittsburgh Courier, one of the two largest black newspapers in the United States. He became a radio broadcaster in 1949, working for Pittsburgh's AM radio station, KQV, doing 15-minute news shows. Good also worked for WHOD television station, where he announced a five-minute daily news show. He was named the station news director in 1952. While there, Good became the first African-American member of the National Association of Radio and Television News Directors. In 1962, Good became the first black network, network news correspondent when he was hired by ABC Television News as a United Nations reporter in New York City. The position was created when former baseball player Jackie Robinson publicly complained, publicly complained um, had to ABC executives about the lack of black reporters. Good was hired over 40 other candidates. After a few months on the job, Good received his first major assignment, covering the, human, the, the Cuban Missile Crisis that involved the United States, the Soviet Union, and Cuba. His coverage of the crisis earned him the respect of his colleagues, both at ABC and at other networks. He also became a celebrity among African Americans. 
1963, Good traveled overseas with other black colleagues and helped teach journalism in Nigeria, Tanzania, and Ethiopia to more than 100 students in various seminars. He returned home and continued to report important news stories, including the 1965 assassination of Malcolm X, the 1968 assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., and both the Democratic and Republican National Convention in 1968. Good remained with ABC until his retirement in 1973. He continued working for the National Black Network, covering the United Nations and politics throughout the 1980s. During his lifetime, Good was a member of numerous organizations, including the Association of Radio and Television Analysts, the National Association of Radio and TV News Directors, and the United Nations Correspondents Association, where he served as president in 1972. Good was also a member of the 100 Black Men of America in New York. His many awards during, during his career include Man of the Year by Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity. He was also a member of the fraternity. The Mary McLeod Bethune Award from Bethune-Cookman College and the Michelle Clark Award for the, from the University, uh, Columbia University School of Journalism and an award from the Polish government through the United Nations in 1972. Good married Mary LaBelle on September 6, 6, September 26, 1936. The couple had six children. Melvin Russell Good died of a stroke on September 12, 1995, at the age of 87 in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. This is American History. God, help us become warriors in your word. God, God, help us become warriors in your word. Turn our heads away from doing the wrong thing. And, oh, Heavenly Father, steer us into trying to do the right thing. Help us look to those who are doing good for mankind and helping those in need. Keep man from tearing up where we live, poisoning the water with production and profit. Burning, destroying the atmosphere. There's so many ways here on earth to live in a great environment. If man would stop tampering with a good thing, Jesus, save us. Amen. 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 Hey, man, one love. Uh, Reese on the radio, if you still out there, let us know what you got going on, man, today uh, on we'll, your show. We'll continue to talk about reactions to Bob Menendez revelations in his court filings. We've also got some other fallout coming in from the poll numbers that are associated with Joe Biden. And we just got news that Hunter Biden is suing Rudolph Giuliani about the laptop that Hunter Biden claimed wasn't his. Interesting. We'll talk about all that and more. It's Reese on the Radio at ReeseOnTheRadio.com, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Right on, Reese. And, uh, Jay King, what you got going on there in Sacramento today? Yeah, you, you got snitchy smirk. You got snitchy smirk. No, no, I don't think she's telling the truth about what Six Eyes is doing. She's just doing this shit so she can crack me a joke at the end and your ass laugh. <laughs> I'm not fucking with that. No, you got to do Smithy Smurf. Smithy, what's going on over there? Uh, Six Eyes on the radio, iHeartRadio, Six Eyes Network, uh, Capacitor Kenneth. Check him out. Uh, what's going on, Jay? What you doing out in Sacramento? Go ahead, Smithy. 
Okay. Um, so, ATM Eastern for the Six and Road Show on the Six Eyes Radio Network. Four two four two four three nine six one seven is the number for Relevant Radio Daily. Uh, connect via Apple Music, iHeartRadio, even join the Six Eyes Radio Network group page on Facebook. Good news you can use. Like knowing whole tight denture powder adheres best and brings better confidence over polygrip. Now back to you, Colonel. Couldn't help herself. You, 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 like, you, you like that shit, don't you, J. King? That's all right. You know it, too. <laughs> anyway, what you doing? What you doing, J. King? What you doing, J. King, over there but laughing and shit? What else you got going? Uh, you know, uh, so uh, I'm performing this Saturday uh, with uh, in a fundraiser. I'm only doing a few songs uh, with uh, Sean Racer. And um, and so we have rehearsal today, this morning. I have found, I have a... Uh, uh, Shit, you performing now? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is good. <laughs> I have staff meeting at 10.30, rehearsal at 11.30, uh, meeting at 12.30 and then 1.45, then, of course, uh, traffic jams from 3 to 6. And, uh, yeah, and so it's going to be a pretty busy day today. Right on, J. King. Well, we appreciate you. We all appreciate you giving us the opportunity to talk because if, if people had to pay, Nicole wouldn't be able to pitch in her part of the portion to keep the radio station going. Back to you, J. King. <laughs> uh, John Beckman said, Ali, can you come clean? on how you became a vegetarian? Is it because of Donald Grammer's sausage meat that hurt your back? Thanks. Oh, damn. Wow. I'm, I'm um, done messing with John Beckman. You see how he throw them associate King and get you in trouble? That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Dale, I'll Have a picnic, Have a picnic J. King. Dale, I don't know anything about the about this, um, I just know that we're performing, I'm performing on Saturday and Club Nouveau performs Sunday at um, at um, Calix for a car show. You don't know where you're supposed to be. At a car show. Social media users, particularly conservatives, widely mocked New Jersey's Democrat Senator Bob Menendez after he claimed in the face of federal corruption charges, that hundreds of thousands of dollars of cash in his home was from his personal bank account, because that's what most people do. They have a personal bank account, and then they take money out and just put it in their home. For 30 years, I've withdrawn thousands of dollars in cash from my personal savings account, which I've kept for emergencies because of the history of my family facing confiscation in Cuba. Menendez said during the press conference. Social media users reacted with skepticism that the $480,000 in cash at the senator's home found during a search warrant earlier this year, much of it stuffed in the envelope and hidden in clothing closets, clothing closets and safe, was simply from his personal savings account. Additionally, bars of gold were found in his home and over $70,000 in cash was found in his wife's safe deposit box. So over $550,000 total. Some of the envelopes of money in the home contained the fingerprints or DNA 
of a business associate or his driver, according to the indictment. I knew there was an explanation. I knew there was an explanation that made total sense. Oh, no, that's, that wasn't. Um, Wrong no, guy. Sorry, um, Wrong guy. Yeah. I knew there was an explanation <laughs> that made total sense. Former Trump press secretary Sean Spicer posted on X, formerly known as Twitter. Bob Menendez, the senator from New Jersey, would have you, be- would have you believe he has so little faith in the United States government that he just needs to keep more than $400,000 in cash and a few gold bars around the house in case the government threatened in case of sudden government confiscation. Bob Menendez was born in New York uh, City in 1954, five years before the revolution. Historian Davis Austin Walsh posted on X. His dad was a carpenter and his mom a seamstress, so I doubt they were sitting on many assets in Cuba when Castro came to power. Basically, he's so corrupt, he's stolen the Lord Valoring, but chief the loyalist. I aspire to this level of shamelessness, political commentator Serger Njeti posted on X. Menendez's office did not immediately respond to a request for immediate comment from Fox News Digital. Menendez has remained defiant amid calls from prominent Democrats to resign. I firmly Corey believe Butcher. that if Diane Feinstein and Nancy Pelosi can stay in office, so too can I. I'm not as old as they are. And so what? I'm corrupt. We all are. We know that corruption exists in both bodies of the Senate and Congress. And damn it, at the highest level with the president's office. So why should I step down? Because of corruption, <laughs> when we know that this government lives, deals, and breathes in corruption, I firmly believe that when all the facts are presented, not only will I be exonerated, but I will be New Jersey's senior senator. <laughs> They're talking about gold bars. What about the hundreds of millions and billions of dollars in stocks? That we all own. No one's talking about that. Yeah, if I go down, we're all going down. Are you sure Damn you want right. me to go down? <laughs> yes, burn it all down. Burn it all down. I'm down with that. I want Menendez. Give names, dude. If there's ever a time to be snitchy smurf, now's the time. <laughs> um, wow. Mark Harris. One day I talked to Mark Harris, who had worked um, – Inside the Clinton um, organization, he worked with Ron Brown, uh, and he said, in politics, the saying is, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And unfortunately, as funny as it might sound, you know, we can kiki and ha-ha about it. The sad part about it is that is the reality of this game. If you ain't cheating, Mm -hmm. you ain't trying. And so, and this didn't just start. This has been American politics since its inception. Whether it's think about Hall all the money, or um, think about all the money, J.K. Yeah, that these guys the get. Mm-hmm. 
all the money that these guys get thrown at them. Like this guy, Bob Menendez, is on the Foreign, foreign Relations Committee, right? A chairmanship. Right. So he deals with foreign countries on a regular basis. And whatever regulatory policy that he is in charge of, right, they need to influence him. So there's like people running around trying to, you know, suck his proverbial kneecap, if you will, to get him to change policy in Washington so that he could do business in the United States, which is what he was doing in Egypt. And he's been doing it since 86. You know, and I look at the stuff that look at look, and, and this is not because I know I'm going to get the whole Joe Biden thing, but I look at any politician. But let me just use Joe Biden in particular. This guy made has been in politics since 1972. Understood, an average salary of about 172 thousand dollars a year. Can you really own five homes with that salary, Jay? Well, if you invest right, yeah, that's a that's a that's a pretty I wish, good amount yeah, of money. And, and I could say. I can say there's well, no because, record well, that Joe Biden. Because you gotta you gotta know that you know if you're if you're at that level, you probably know about somebody and you know somebody's telling sure. you, hey, you might want to invest in Apple, you might right. want to invest in Tesla, you might want to sure. invest in and um in Google. You know, there are people that are saying that and they're buying them at that they're buying them at you know pennies and you know as a penny yeah. stock. So yeah, you know. Um, if you you know when you make that kind of one hundred seventy two thousand dollars is a lot of money, Reed. Yeah. No, no, it is. So, I mean, I look at it this way. Also, th- th- this is a story I just heard yesterday, and I was going to do a story about it yesterday. Michelle Obama is getting seven hundred thousand dollars to give a speech, which is probably going to be an hour. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like an you give a speech like that. Now, that's again, you know, right now we know that Bill Clinton, I think it's been a while <laughs> since, but Bill Clinton used John to command a quarter million thousand dollars is a lot of money, um, whether before or after taxes. To have it as a base salary is a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. And, and, and don't lot forget your home. Your home is also is pretty much paid by the taxpayer in many cases. Right. Exactly. Um, so, um, and Jeff Carlin said, um, Jeff Carlin said, um, yeah, it is possible. I owned four homes at one time, and I was a welder. So, you know, it's according to how it's according to how frugal you are, and and um, and how you um, invest your money. Now, if it's just if it's just a naked hundred and seventy-two thousand dollars, then you're right, John Beckman, because all you're looking at is a salary, and then the taxes and all that stuff. But right. if you um if you're generating that kind of money and you're investing in different things and speculating in different things, shit, if you if you're making that kind of money and you simply um invested eighty dollars in the Bitcoin thirteen years ago, you would have had a thousand coins and that your eighty dollars would have turned into sixty four million. So yeah, it's it's possible. You know, and, and that's what people should know. Is that there? You know, that's the beauty of this country. Is that you know, you live in a country where capitalism is the king, and nobody <laughs> controls capitalism. You get you you can today, you can change your life around um, because of the free enterprise that exists here. So when people talk about what what the United States isn't, I want I want to explain to you what it is. And it's a you know it's a place where anybody with any gumption 
that's willing to, you know, to, to put their nose to the grind and, um, and, and, you know, and invest, speculate, and, and save can literally change their lives. Uh, John Beckman said, I'm going to the post office today to see if there's a wanted poster of Jeff Carlin. No, Jeff Carlin, um, John Beckman learned early on, probably because of his father, um, on number one, how to, how to save, how to invest, and how to build, uh, you know, value in your life. So um, when people say, you know, uh, when people say, you know, $100,000, $150,000 isn't a lot of money, and you see only 3% of the, of, of the country earn that kind of money, you don't know, you know, for, for people who are, who are lazy and who, who are not going to, who don't want to think, who just want to live off the money, yeah, it's probably not. Um, I know I was, I know, I know I was kidding. He invested young and wisely. That's what John Beckman. Sometimes, John Beckman, I think that CTE be fucking with you. And I just be trying to slap the CTE out of you so you can get back to reality. All right, you guys. Um, coming up next is the third hour of power. If you haven't listened to the third hour of power, you can go to thejkingnetwork.com, sign up, and listen to it on the Internet. Or you can call in at 515-605-9376. 515-605-9376. My name is Jay King with Lynn Tolliver, Johnny John Cracker Davis, Yusef Kente, Brother Red Nolly, Simi Braxton, and Reese on the Radio, uh, Mushroom Fred, Snitchy Smurf, uh, Potter, Donald Grammer, uh, Marcus Atwood, and Mary Hopkins telling you to get busy living because you don't have enough time to die. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Same bad time, same bad channel. Get ready for the third hour. from dementia and um, it's sad I was just looking at pictures his wife is doing interviews um, and uh, he just I mean he doesn't 
he doesn't look like he's all there because of his mental condition. The part that's just sad is just he looks so frail, and he's not that old. But whatever the condition is, he can't really speak. And his wife was saying a couple of months ago, she was trying to tell the the, uh, the public that when you see him in the street, please, you know, don't shout at him from across the street because, you know, he doesn't know what you're talking about. And so, like, because like, apparently they were out, and now she's sort of, you know, put him in quietly, kept him at home. Um, but when they used to be out, uh, people would shout at him, yippee Kaye and other quotes from his movies. And she was like, you know, you only confuse him. He doesn't know what you're shouting at him about. Um, but it's called frontal, temple, frontal temporal dementia is what he has. I just feel bad for him. I'm looking at these pictures of him now, and it's just like, I mean, he still looks like Bruce Willis, but you can clearly see he's not there. He needs to get... Uh... And they need to get access to Joe Biden's doctor. Those doctors are doing wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Only the best for our president. Um, yeah, Bruce Man, Willis is eight years young. Joe Biden. Dementia only ends up taking your life anyway. Like once you reach that point, it's like that's the you know there's no recovery to that. But I just, I don't know, I feel bad. Because I kind of feel like I grew up with him since, like, the Die Hard movies. You know, you kind of feel like he was a part of your life. Like, every time you turned around, Bruce Willis was in something, you know, from television to movies. And I kind of, like, like right now, um, Roseanne's watching the Friends Marathon. She's, like, on season six now. And I don't even think she's reached the the Bruce Willis, like, uh, year yet. And, um just watching like every like he's been in every it's like for decades he's kind of been around since the 80s it just kind of sucks that he won't be a part of that anymore hey, Reece, you know who else? I, I, I hate to go yeah it does kind of suck but i hate to go back to this but how does joe biden stay upright and i'm not even i'm not even joking like when you go to this question it's, it's a, it's a quick step. decline. It's not something that, that you just stay at a certain level. You start to decline and decline rapidly. But he's, like, been at the same level of dementia for, like, what, two years? It's incredible. Whatever they've given this guy is some strong stuff, I'll tell you that. Well, Reese, um, uh, I wanted to tell I you this. Can I this for you? Reese, the same thing is happening to um, Jack Nicholson, but he's not getting as, yeah. as much attention, I think, as Bruce Willis. Right. Yeah. So here's the headline in the New York Post today. Biden using physical therapy, tennis shoes, and shorter stairs to dodge falls, say report. A stumble-prone President Biden is taking urgent steps to prevent further embarrassing falls ahead of next year's election, including working with physical therapists to improve his balance, wearing some tennis shoes, and using shorter stairs on Air Force One. Biden's team is said to be determined to protect the 80-year-old president from taking yet another spill in public, which could hurt his electability after a recent poll showed that three-quarters of Americans consider him to be too old to serve a second year in office. This has been reported by Axios. So ironically, that article came out today. Well, all that helping him stand up is not going to help him if he does a press conference. 
Mm. But but still, but no, no, he should be. Think about it. Anybody in that condition after two years, you if you around anyone with that, you know how rapidly they decline. Mm-hmm. Right? Like he should be in a mm-hmm. wheelchair right now. Like I, I, I don't know how he's upright. I don't know how you he's standing up. You can slow it down. You can slow it down. He, he is slowing down, but look, but he's still walking. Like I, I don't know. They're giving mm-hmm. him he walks strong like stuff. A Whatever they're doing well, for him. He takes. Wow. He takes penguin right. steps. Well, remember, I don't I'm know if you, you remember this. You can this, slow dementia down. You can slow dementia the down is what I was trying to say. In the month of August, there was a report out that was the, I think it was the month of August through the month of September, right? Oh, no, sorry. My apologies. Going back. Month of July through August. He had only spent a total of 14 days out of the whole month actually doing the country's business. The rest of them, he was on vacation. And I was just talking about this on the show recently, is that his schedule has gotten so short that they're putting him on a – like they're closing his schedule out on Thursday mornings where he does nothing from Thursday until Sunday. Yeah, like we're talking about his schedule. He has nothing scheduled from Thursday till Monday where he's nowhere to be found. So they've actually put him on, like he's on this really limited schedule from like Monday through Wednesday because it's impossible for him to get around. And that in and of itself is problematic because you got a campaign now look i'll admit in 2020 because of covid people were willing to forego the fact that he was in a basement and he barely went anywhere and he was able to campaign like that but that's not the case anymore if he's not out there drawing crowds if he's not out there making his case because he physically can't that's going to show and right now the poll we're talking people keep saying it's too early 13 months away from an election is not too early. If you think about the same time when Obama ran, Obama announced in February of 07. The election wasn't until November of 08. Okay, so that's the campaign you have to run. It feels like it's almost two years. Joe Biden's 13 months away from election. That's called the halfway point, ladies and gentlemen. And he's not out campaigning, and he's only out in public three, maybe four days a week. He won't last Thanksgiving. I put any amount of money on it. He cannot last till Thanksgiving. I'm watching him on the uh, news right now. He's standing with the uh, protesters. Is he there now? And it, yeah. And then, and then they got a I'm stage you, set up. Dude they, is a medical marvel. They have they're a stage set have up for him to come. No, this is a, me- a medical marvel. To, I swear. They're going to have to substitute him out. They're yep. going to do it in the next sixty to ninety days. If they don't, they don't have a chance. They have to yeah. substitute him out in the next sixty to ninety days. Yeah. No question. I'm getting ready to get in the shower. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, 100% right. It, and they're doing the, – standing with the auto workers union might – What happened? Mm. Might have been a signal. I'm the not sta- sure. The stage well, they have we... for him are two, 
two wooden pallets at this uh, where he's standing right now. Unbelievable. Oh. Well, King Potter, um, so there's, as as we all know, there's no cure cure for Alzheimer's or or dementia, but you can um, slow its pace. And there's a the best medicine reported. I don't know personally. It's called Chulerus. Wait, hold on. Cholerus. It's probably a blood trans blood transfusion is the best. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I'm, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying that he has stayed at this level for this long. Like, like I said, he shouldn't even be able to stand up at this point. This has been going on a long time. So, but if, I, if they put the best medical treatment on him, they they could they could oh, I'm slow sure. it down. I'm sure they Bobby, got right now. He, him he's that, got his that arm around a protester to help him stand up. I'm telling you, man. I mean, it, it's, he's in bad shape. Wow. That's that's the truth. Well, not co- we say that, but it's not in, compared to someone else going through it. His age, he's holding up like gangbusters. Like I can tell you, I'm looking at him right now. He he doesn't even know why he's standing there. Everybody's clapping, and he can't even move his head. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm saying, King Potter, that if you take away all the support that he's getting to stand, to to at least hold his posture as he's holding it, he's in worse shape than it appears because of all the support that he's getting. He's getting top notch everything. To, to be and remember, in the beginning when he to took office, posture. he knew something was wrong. Because remember, he would jog to the microphone like that was impressive to us that he could jog. Well, yeah. Now that it was, it was impressive old... to me because he was the vegetable at that time. Um. Okay, so King, uh, King Reese says that um, he he fell out of the queue, and so he's trying to get back in. Um, King Reese, if you can hear me, just call me, and I'll pass you through. Because right now, I don't think anyone is at the board. To uh, let you back in um, the queue, so call me and I, I I hope I can see it and I'll patch you right in. Yeah, just just call me and I'll put you through on the three way. Yeah, because Cuddles is I think doing his entrepreneurial thing and Lazarus just said he's getting on with his day, so I don't think anybody's at the queue. Well, um. So, so what does it mean when Lavis said they're going to substitute somebody in the next 60 to 90 days? Substitute who? Well, they're going to have to do it before the end of October because that's the deadline for paperwork for people to file to run for president. So in about 30 days it has to be done, if it's going to be done. Okay. Did, uh, I, wonder, I wonder if Gavin Newsom has already submitted any. Probably not, huh? Well, a week ago he said he wasn't going to run. Well, we would we we would have heard about it. Okay, you know this is this is this is really going to be interesting, guys. This is really going to be interesting. All right, that's me. Okay. Because if it has to be done before, if there's a deadline, Biden's on the blowhorn now, trying to scream at the people. 
Oh boy. I'm telling you, man. They hit that dude off with some incredible yeah, drugs. I'm telling you now. He's going to try and walk up to two pallets. His Secret Service turned him away. Don't walk up to two pallets. Okay. Okay. If they don't, if they don't substitute him in, if it's too late, then Kamala Harris will not be his vice president choice. It will be. Um, it will be. Um, Gavin Newsom. That's going to be their safeguard in case something happens to him. You know, that's a good point. That makes sense. That's a good point. I have one small problem with that, Jay King, if I may. And and I want your take on it. Gavin kind of bowed out of even talking about taking over for Joe Biden, I think because of political pressure and the appearance that he was taking over for, you know, a black woman in this case, right? So he bowed out. He gave a speech. I mean, he did an interview with Meet the Press and said he wouldn't run. Um, Wouldn't that be the same problem that they would run into if they didn't give Kamala the shot and Gavin Newsom was the running mate in 2024? I I don't think she's liked by anybody, so I don't think anybody would bat an eye. So (laughs) they want to win, Reese. And um, oh, right. a, a black woman ain't going to stop them from winning. They're not going to. They're, they're not, they're not <laughs> hey, hey, Reed, and neither is Kamala Harris going to stop them from winning. <laughs> a, a black uh, woman's not going to stop them from winning, and neither is Kamala Harris. Right. Or, or, or in this case, a, a colored woman, because she is an ambiguous right. of color. And, um, Reese, you can take that. I just want my credit when you say it, because I know you're going to use it. What's that? Oh, uh, very superfluous. Oh, no. Listen, I believe wholeheartedly that, I mean, I just, I played the audio a couple of weeks ago, not even two, two weeks ago. Nancy Pelosi, who in essence is one of the de facto leaders of the Democrat Party, was asked whether or not she thought that um, Kamala Harris was the best running mate for Joe Biden, and she couldn't answer. And then Jake Tapper asked uh, Jamie Raskin of Maryland the same question, and he literally is had to pull teeth out of him for him to say that Kamala Harris was – he still wouldn't say it. So no one had any confidence if, with him. Their answer was if he thinks he's the best, then he's the best. That's yeah, exactly. So they had – it was literally a vote of no confidence – on the, on the part of Democrats that Kamala Harris was a good candidate or a good running mate, or they would want her to be in a leadership role in any way. And, and I know that the reason why is because, again, her poll numbers are worse than Biden's. You think Biden's bad? The fact that this woman would, would have worse ratings than Cheney, and I can't stop saying that even more, Dick Cheney is considered the devil incarnate. Right, you can't get worse than Dick Cheney. So we thought he's at twenty eight. I wonder, I wonder what Diane office. Feinstein would say if they asked Diane Feinstein that question. Diane <laughs> Feinstein can't let me tell you what, <laughs> what Diane Feinstein would say. Wow. Wow. Diane Feinstein couldn't find her nose in a mirror. 
she is wow. an idiot. Ooh, kings of the morning. Third hour of power. But I'm just saying, I'm like, you when you can't beat Dick Cheney in a freaking favor, favorability contest, you're awful. You are an albatross. You're a freaking weight. You're a dead weight. Hey, Jay, so Jay if you're listening, so your boy uh, Gavin is going to uh, debate Ron DeSantis on November 30th can't by, uh, Han- by Hannity. What do you think he's doing that for? I think because he because I think that the Democratic Party has to pick a vice president, and they have to see if he. Um, first of all, they got to put him in front of people to see what people would think about him. Uh, to see if because the the problem they have with him is that his name recognition. They just don't believe he has mm-hmm. enough recognition, and so. If he's going to be the vice president to Joe Biden's presidency, then they have to put him in front of people so you can talk about it. Um, and they're going to talk to Kamala and, they're, and, and because she told the party line, and they're going to say, Kamala, the numbers don't lie. Here are the poll numbers. You're going to have to step down. You have to step down. Mm-hmm. You have to. So, and Do you think she hurt. bows out gracefully without a, a you know? Yeah. Because she okay. to be with the party. She ain't, she ain't going to go against them. She know who mama and daddy is. She's going to do what daddy said. Do what daddy said. And does she inevitably run for senator again in California? Um, you know, she, she may, maybe, maybe not. You know, mm-hmm. maybe she gets an appointment someplace. You know, she gets to be secretary of state. You know, she gets to do something else. But you know, but they it's all going it's all being worked out right now. I trust me, they you know Supreme Court it's nomination. It's no yes, yeah, nobody new in the game. Oh no. Um, the the, the game know. just yeah. So Yeah. And you might be right, Supreme Court nomination, you might be right. She's got the credentials. She's a lawyer, you know, she she's been former prosecutor. Predator. Yep. Oh well, who's who's the, who's the next Supreme Court justice that's old enough that may step down? Does anybody oh, know? <laughs> they Alina. they all about. Who? And Alito's tired of this shit anyway. <laughs> Alito's been very very vocal. As a Supreme Court justice, you know that they're usually very reticent to do interviews or even give speaking engagements. Right before Ruth Bader Ginsburg was on her way out, she was everywhere. You know, movies were about her and everything. And people were angry because she wouldn't step down. Yeah, um, the other guy did a lot of interviews, too, the one that died in his bed. The re- I forget his name. Uh, uh, um, what's his name? Scalia. Yeah, Scalia. Yeah, and they were friends. He and Ginsburg would do yep. joint talks together yeah yeah i'm i was a big scalia supporter oh my god i forgot about that story today and uh ex kende whatever that weirdo what is his name oh the the anti-racism guy lost 30 oh. million dollars for his anti-racism oh, boston, center for, was that from boston college or something yes it boston yeah boston U. 
Princeton University. Yep. I totally forgot what about that. How to do that story. What happened? So X, what's his name? X Ephraim Kendi, who is the author of this anti-racism curriculum that people have been teaching in school. He got $30 million from these donors to create an anti-racism center at Boston University. And turns out that they were only able to, out of the $30 million, they were only able to produce two papers, two studies, and people had to be right. fired because they wasted the $30 million. So that's, and now so that's there's a criminal inquiry. So that's $15 million a paper. <laughs> yeah. So there's a criminal inquiry into what the hell they were doing with the money. Um, so this is going down that uh, very fatal road that Black Lives Matter went down after it got its $90 million. So it turns out these people are exactly what we say they were, a bunch of freaking grifters. He was probably listening to Bob Menendez too much. <laughs> Gold Bar Bob. I love that. Jesse Waters <laughs> called him that. I love that. Gold Bar Bob. He doesn't meet the gold standard for a U.S. senator. Yes. <laughs> Well, that was the argument that I made on the show. Let me ask you this, Potter, because I made this on, on this show, this argument on the show. So you're a United States senator. To give an explanation to why you had $480,000 in cash stuffed in your pockets in and around your house, your reason is I, for 30 years I've been pulling cash out of my bank account and putting it in these places because of old habits and because being from Cuba, born in New York, being from Cuba, he was nervous about confiscation of said cash inside the banks. So I asked the question on my show last night, now wait a minute, that should be an alarming admission from a U.S. senator that he was pulling money out of U.S. banks for fear of confiscation. Wouldn't you think that? But you know what else yeah, the problem may, is? The The Department of Justice would have looked at all those withdrawal receipts before charging them. So we know it's an excuse. Yeah, exactly. No, but my question is, is like, first of all, you – but even if he is bullshitting, John, I totally agree with you. I think it's a bullshit lie. But in my head, as a – consumer, if you will, right? A person who has business accounts, a bank account, a lot of stuff. Our savings is in there. How do you not stop and go, wait a minute, what am, are you, are we missing something? What's going on? Why would a U.S. senator with that amount of money be pulling it out of the bank for 30 years for fear that they were, it was going to be confiscated? I mean, Should we have, a, I mean, like, so, no one's even bothered to ask the yeah. question. No, they're not telling we, us that no, we should do please. the same. Right. Come on, you guys, you guys got to stop with this. I'm just asking, Jay. I'm, I'm not saying I'm he's telling the truth. I think he's lying through his no, teeth. But I'm, I'm saying, yeah, so that's why you got to stop. You got to act like this is so. He's a liar. This, I'm sure this was yeah. the quickest <laughs> lie to come up with. And his quickest lie, um, if he was on Kings in the Morning, would garner the bullshit alert. Right. Because <laughs> of course. So... We have to yeah. stop saying. He's just trying you know, to buy him some time. Why didn't you know he he, he made up some shit? It, it was a funky ass lie. I don't know why he didn't yeah. run it through. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, um, but to say that you know, and 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 I, you know, I wonder why he 
had it in his jackets and stuff. He knew it was coming. He knew they were coming. And also, I don't. And also, Jay, this this was all found in June of twenty two. Why are we hearing yeah, this true. fifteen months later? Well, I'm gonna tell you yeah. why, um, John. I'm gonna tell you why. Because well, the federal government has this thing. They like to win. So they want to get. They don't want to just have the information they have. They want to. They want to watch you do shit. See what you're gonna find out is that they watched him do some. They know all the shit he did. The reason why it's coming down this time, because he got away the last time. They mattered to the motherfucker. They knew when it started from the beginning. But you know what they said? He's so corrupt, he'll do it again. But this time, we won't be premature. We're going to have all okay, our Okay, that makes sense. Room. And yeah. when we get it, you got, dot your eyes, cross your T's, so it's there. Because, yep, because you know they hate losing. They hate it. Yeah, that, I know, I, and you do have to consider, John. They lost big time with the first indictment, right? He walked away with a yeah, hung for, jury. Fortunately, it was just a mistrial. It wasn't a not not guilty. Yeah. Yeah. So that that does lean. I mean, I'm I'm willing to I'm willing to bet that that's probably why it took so long for 15 months to make sure that you know you, if I'm going to indict you, I'm going to make sure there's no way you're getting out of this shit. Um, and I played the video yesterday. CNN had been asking him about these allegations since April. So there was rumblings that this was coming. Man, yeah. this dude is not going to resign. This dude is holding on. Woo. I gotta well, give him credit for that. Let me tell you guys. Well, you know what? Other people would have just said, "Look, look. trying to buy time." No. He's holding on for a deal, you guys. So there's a deal being talked about as he's holding on. Rest assured. And there are other people that are in this that are in this thing. And so he is putting this fight up so that he can um, position. And then he can make his point. He can make his position, and they'll say, "Okay," and, and they're going to they're going to negotiate something that's favorable. Watch and see. I got to get ready. And what, he, and, and what he's trying to buy is that he doesn't have to go to jail when he when he pleads guilty. That's what he's trying to hope for. Or he can say everybody else is doing fucked up shit. Why not I do it and defend it? I wish he would. I wish he well, would. Well, that could be true too. I mean, how many times have people seen that know the same thing? Say, hey, if I'm going down, you're going down. There's so much of this in in, in uh, corruption that's being exposed right now. You can't take him down have, without taking down other but people. But they come out of office with millions. Yeah, you... So who? So do they have evidence that he was he was taking bribes? I'm assuming that they have all that. Well, the DNA evidence. Yeah, they they've got the DNA of the briber on the cash. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. They might need a little bit more than that. That's, I mean, I'll be like, so what? I, a lot of people touch this cash. 
Like I don't know who these. <laughs> so okay, yeah, they Potter, got when you come over for, when you come over for a barbecue, I have a thousand dollars here in cash. I want you to touch it when you're here, okay? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you know, when you get in court, it, it's a different. That's a it's a different ball game, right? So, I'm sure they have enough evidence on them. I'm sure they have uh, some solid evidence. Um, but. <laughs> I just, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. Sometimes I just have to laugh at this stuff when I see, when I see these guys this get is, caught, and then everybody's maneuvering. You can tell. Other and people here's, are probably an, I got nervous. another question because he, he was so against the banks, you know, keeping his money in the banks. Why did his wife have seventy thousand dollars in cash in their safe deposit box in the bank? How come they didn't take it out of the bank? Because he was worried about confiscation. Because he said his wife, his wife was hard headed. There you go. That's your answer. No. Okay. <laughs> Blame the woman. <laughs> well, she's charged too, Nicole. Wow. Is she really? Yeah, she's charged too. Well, hold on. But she's charged with what? Take you know, uh, aiding and abetting bribes. She's not a public official, is she? No. But she was aiding and abetting the bribes he was taking. It's no, it's no different than this case here in Vegas where the two teenagers ran over that police chief and killed him. The uh, the guy filming it, the passenger, is charged with the same crime as the driver. Oh yeah, the I forgot about reason. that. What? What? The key what, reason what? why they're doing, why they're standing up for it, is because of the term alleged. Everything yeah. is alleged. Yeah. And yeah. and you this is where you see I'll be right back. the code okay. of the lawyers. Deny everything, admit nothing, and make them prove that you're guilty. It's being yep. exercised. And that's what you right and now. Yusuf, and that's what you pay good money for. That's exactly why you pay good pay them good money to do, American, do stuff like that. Man, this law this the, the the America's law is so vague that you find so many lawyers just pop up on your television, especially if you've been in a car accident. I'll get you out of it. It's a loophole. There's something you don't know. And when you see the the law that's going on in America's law, the judicial system, it's fucked up. That idol that they put in the middle of the Hudson Bay right there that was given to them is and is they have it blindfolded. <laughs> Man, it's, this shit is fucking re well one thing you can do is thank Deion Sanders for subliminally putting out sunglasses. That was a subliminal message for you to go get you a pair and watch this theatrical, this drama in America's folklore in 2023. This shit is a farce. Look, and it's it's about to get really entertaining over the next year. Shit was entertaining. Shit ended with a cliffhanger. 
You see, see that yep. January the sixth was a cliffhanger. More, there's more to come. That's why when it was asked, I told you to go get some organic butter popcorn. That's the best thing to do. This shit don't <laughs> stop and it don't quit, man. That was the most ridiculous waste of time. That January sixth. I mean, that was just a waste of everybody's time. But they got people's attention with it, so you know, I guess it worked for them. Yeah, but it was, it was just, that whole that whole charade was just a big waste of time. It showed the past. It was all. It was it all showed, put up to to get rid of Trump. That's all the reason it was for. It was. It was. It was. To, it was a photo optic. It was an opportunistic to show that you're on the verge of a civil war, and that's the language that Trump used. He actually said that. He put it on display. He gave you his demigod speech. To let you see that he can move mountains with hey, men. Did you see? Did you see the video yesterday of Trump in South Carolina buying, buying a gun at the gun store? <laughs> Trump. Well, there's a gun issue. Trump is rallying up for votes. He knows what to do. All you got to do is read American history. Well, that's how the West was won with a gun. And now all it is. This is the Big Brother syndrome. America is flexing. Man, it's, you got so much baggage to unpack on this shit, man. You know, you talk about even Gavin Newsom. Why would Gavin Newsom even, all he do is throw throw his line out there like a professional angler and, and make you think he could be president. Why would he want to be president when he's pimping over here in California? Big yeah, he's doing big. He's doing big pimping in California. You're right. Big, big, big pimping. Oh goodness gracious! Hey, Potty, who would win in a draw, Trump or uh, Biden, if they had to do the old Western draw? <laughs> that seems unfair. I know it does. How do you give Biden an advantage? In a draw, I don't know. This dude, I mean, you know, this is the part that always makes me sick. Hey, he's, he's got the, hey, hey Reed, he's got the, the trigger. He got the trigger finger part down pat. Yeah, that he definitely yeah. does. See, this is the type of shit that makes me mad. So now, you know, first of all, you're down in the polls with African Americans, right? And so you won't take questions on anything else happening with your administration, but you'll definitely take a question on the possible government shutdown. And what does this fucking prick say? The black community will suffer if the shutdown occurs. Now, do you understand? Does he not understand what the fuck that implies? Like, and, and trust me, give him all the latitude well, he, you want. Reese, to be what fair did Joe him, Biden just know, say with his, that but claim? But his advisors know. I know. But no, no, no. Just give him all the latitude you possibly could. What does he mean when he says the black community will suffer the most with the government shutdown? Because he's trying to say black people are the biggest For one thing, black people are the number one consumers. They're the number Uh -uh. one consumers of this country. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Yes, they are. Because remember, the government shutdown is about giving money. No, no. Well, 
The government well, shutdown the is government, about giving if the, money if the to institutions. On, that means that black people will continue to produce for the for the uh, economy. That's not what that that's not what a government shutdown means. A government shutdown means that certain things will not be paid for. Yes, certain agencies. Yes, Reese, you know, I know. You know yeah. what he's trying so, to say though. No, yourself? fuck you say please, somebody please. don't know what the fuck please. you're talking about. Because I know you hey, don't. Because hey, if you hey, don't hey, know you, what it yeah, means. You said what he's trying fuck to fuck you. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, potty mouth. I would like to talk to your your potter nose for a okay. minute. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Potter, <laughs> Potter, what do you right, think now, that ahead. what do you think the black community will ahead, suffer potty. most from a government shutdown? What does that mean to you? Give them all the latitude well, I was, you can. I was about to I was about to have this discussion with you, Seth, because I think this is my personal yeah. You opinion. came and fucked it up. <laughs> I, I think what he's trying to I think what he's trying to do is he's trying to say. That black people are just dependents. Yes. That black people mm-hmm. are our children and the yes. government. Like the black people are just yes. dependent on the government. And if anything goes wrong with the government, black people will suffer. That's correct. Right. That's right. Now, because without now, the government, now, black people will not have any means to protect or care for themselves. Exactly. And, and it's, it's insulting. It's like. Exactly. You know, um, so I, I and he's pandering on top of that. He's pandering to black yes. people, trying to scare black. Yeah. Oh, if the government mm-hmm. goes down. You're not gonna get the EBT and all this kind of stuff. So it's just. Right. Yeah, I, I know what he's remember, saying. Remember, remember, Biden said, "If you ain't black, something like that." Well, if you don't vote Democrat, you're not black. That's yeah. That's, uh, no, so, the quote so, exactly was, "If you don't know whether or not to vote for me or Donald Trump, then you ain't black." Right. That was it. So, so I, I, I think then the next year's time, and probably before then, it should have been happening before now, as black people, we really need to be thinking about what we're going to do. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, we need to really start thinking about things. Let's just put it that way. And don't, and don't forget, and don't forget that LLJ Cool J. Boy, that that boy, he's got biceps. That man's got biceps as big as my thighs. LLJ, cool J, that boy. You 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 three sound you three sound very good. The three blockheads in the handkerchief here. That, now, if he that, had said old boy, that Kente, I would have related to him. That Kente Yusef, you. Kente boy. Man, he's got dreads longer than my sister. <laughs> hey, cocaine nose. Cocaine nose. How are you going to tell black people need to be thinking about something when it's okay, been 400, over 400 years? Over 400. Well, even even uh, Wait a minute. Cornel America West was 1776. Himself, even, Cole, even Cornel exactly. West himself. <laughs> even, Cornel, even Cornel West himself. Comparably reasoned about Babylon falling. Do me a favor. In 1619, can somebody do the math? 1619, count 400 years. What year would it be? Why don't you see that's, the year 20, see, that's the year 2023. That's what's wrong with no, no, you believe in the white man's calculation. You believe in the white man's calculation of time. 
You believe in the white man's calculation of time. Wait, wait, wait. You don't know. I think it would be 20,019. 20,019. Okay, so that would mean that in 2019, black people were finally no longer slaves. That's right. Man, that's some bullshit. They treat me like a slave every day out here in this punk-ass motherfucking world. I have to restrain myself. I have to restrain myself. Let me show you how I rose above that shit because I've been faced with that bullshit. Motherfuckers, white ladies calling me niggas in my face looking at me stupid. But guess what? Rev Ali just laughed at that bitch. I ain't even react. I'm just trying... I'm just trying to understand. I hope, I hope you got four hundred years of slavery. Right you're reacting wait, wait, right shut now. Shut your ass up, Kente. I'm on the radio, yeah, nigga. Nigga, I'll show you. I can, I can interrupt the whole show, nigga. You want me to go get on the board? I'll show you. <laughs> well, you didn't have Here's to. Here's what I'm trying to, to understand. To show me. You showed it. You showed it and John you. Beckman, John Beckman, you're going to die, nigga, for them gay jokes, nigga. Just notice your days is numbered, nigga. Just, just so I get this right. I apologize. If I know that I math, I know math is considered racist today by many standards. But well, when somebody no, math, me, math is bad calculation because okay. time Especially isn't in the, city the of time. This yes. isn't the so real time that this Gregorian calendar that this Gregorian calendar decided to be time right now. You got, okay, you got so four, a blue moon. 400 you got a years blue moon. of slavery. You got, that, you got two moons in one month. You know what that means? Their calculations are off. That you live on They Tatooine. call it a blue moon because it's something that happens very seldom. There's a two yeah. moons in one month. I know. So I, yeah, talking to me is never going to change anything. Order, Right, so, so the time order that they have is off. They, when they were calculating years. time, that means they were off. They so had to put in some. Is they it had 400 in, or 200? They had to put in five more days. You know, that's why you got the leap years and shit. That's when they cal- that's they found why. out the calculation was off again. So I'm going to yes. make sure I got that's this right. That's why you got the 31 and the 30 years from and the 31 and the 30 because their calculations were off. Means that we were slaves up until 2019. Just well, so why don't I'm you start counting what, from 1555? Why don't you so go to 1555? Let's count from 15. Hold on. Let's count, let's count from 1555 to 400 years. That means that we ended slavery. Come on. Just go 100 years back. Come on. When would that be? Thank you, sir. 1995. That was when we ended slavery. Okay? So this is my point. So when you hear these people talking about 400 years of bondage, no one ever turns around and says, hey, stupid, that doesn't add up. I know that math is racist. Hey, Reese, 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 I don't want to cut you off. Reese, Reese, I won't cut you off. But we, we were slaves before America even became native slaves. So... If you start going yes, back, yes, everybody was. Yeah, but in yeah. the United no, no, States, no, 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 stop, no, not every, no, no, seventeen seventy six. What do you mean? No, no everybody no, else no, was no, it. Uh-uh, stop that. What are you talking Bookie, about? Both y'all shut up. Both y'all shut up. No, stop that. Everybody was, but we're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. Seventeen seventy six. We are talking about the time. Everybody, everybody no, wasn't a slave. Everybody wasn't a slave. You had some people that were indentured servants. That had, right. They, but so, I'm saying, so they were they served in servitude. Blob. For they served they served in servitude for three for up to a 
seven years. Seven years. So, seven so years. And, and for so you, Jay, what, what is what is kidding me? No, no, so, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. And then you can talk, Jay, about whatever Please. you want to talk about. When you guys, sure. when you guys keep talking about John talk Beckman about slavery, has a joke. And we can't take the joke and and something that's real and put them together. They don't. That, that yeah. doesn't. Complain. No, we're not going to do that. Yep, Jay. I because was just after. Listen, the continent after has been always had slaves way before even America decided to come in there and became and start taking people to America for slavery. That's why so many other continents were populated. America didn't start that. So for you people to come in here with this, this BS you guys are talking about, about now it has not been ordered here, there's, there's history books. Matter of fact, did you guys hear about the Muslims who just, they just, they just translated a whole Muslim who actually wrote a slave in America who wrote in Arabic about being taken away from slavery and all the history behind before that and all these cases. Yeah, you guys, you guys are just on this, this one America thing. That's stop that. The continent after that's what we're talking about. And when you talk about slavery, we're, we're talking about people being taken. Who's from speaking now? We're talking about. I'm, look at. I'm telling you, I, this is big old. This Charles. And he's absolutely it's wrong. Charles. It's Charles. Big Charles. This again, is, this so is again, explain this to me 400 years again. Explain to me the 400 years again. He's talking about from the time that they took. The people from Africa, uh-huh. slavery was being carried on before the establishment of America. Yeah, they were 16, used 19. as slaves. They were they were used as slaves all through that, even before 1776. 1619. The, the erection, the erection of this country. 1619, sir. 1619. Because I want to speak to what Reese said, because you guys. Not you, Jay King. I'm talking about okay. Reese. He said, get back okay. with him. But and I said, he should stay out of this conversation until one of us get well, back to him. Because he keeps well, interrupting me, this and won't let us yeah, get back me, to him. Okay, but let me address what he said. He said, 1619 is when slavery started. How are you guys counting? 1619 asked 400 years of slavery. That's what he said. So, Reese, let me tell you what what they mean by it. Okay. The system, the system, the systemic system of slavery in a lot of ways still exists. It's why in this country we still have to fight for equal rights or the same rights any rights. It's the reason why every 25 years, in order for you and I to vote, Reese, Congress has to sit down and say, yeah, you guys can vote again. Mm-hmm. So in a lot of ways, the ideas of slavery still exist. And mm-hmm. so 1719, 1819, 1919, 2019, we still have the same issues. And that's really mm-hmm. what it means. So whether it's an 
actuality, symbolically, the systems of slavery are still in existence, and that's why they say okay. 400. Yeah, I'm, uh, no offense, Jay King, but I've been hearing the 400 years argument since 1984. I know because some people can't count, and you know, number one, <laughs> number two, <laughs> number two, Lee, um, um, you have to know that um, ever, you know, some of these are the same people that talked about the Willie Lynch syndrome. Uh-huh. Okay? And made Willie Lynch a real person. So you have to know that some of this is conjecture, and some of it requires a bullshitter alert. And if you walk in with that understanding, you won't, none of it, you know, and, and the fact that there's a lot of conflation here, none of it will, 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 will ruffle, your, ruffle your feathers because you know that these are just talking points. These are things that people do for, you know, to to make their point the point, if that makes any sense. Well, the point that Reese got on was 16. He should have used 15. He that came in talking about the date. You, he came talking about the date. Too early. Even if he said 15, Kente, even if he said mm-hmm. 15, it would make yeah. it 1919. And slavery yeah. and, and, and when, when and when Jay Jay King in 1919 was some of the most bloodiest riots ever because the consciousness Marcus Garvey Jay I didn't interrupt you I didn't interrupt you you and I wasn't there the movement at that time you have to go to what Marcus Garvey said uh, Marcus Mosiah Garvey said, told people to look back from whence they came, which was Africa, because prophecy was being fulfilled in their time. Look oh, to the love of Pete. Look to, I didn't interrupt you, Reese. This is what took motion after those 400 years. Kings will come out of Africa. And you know who came out of Africa? Hala Selassie. Do you know that? Do you know who you know just how you know how people came and bowed down to that prince when he became prince? You know who the world came and bowed down to? The King of Kings. Hala Selassie. Even big old America, because they knew prophecy was fulfilled. And they had so much time to keep the wool over your eyes, black people. And they're still doing it because you don't know who you are. And you have charlatans like this right here that will tell you any number because numbers fuck you up. They think you can't calculate. And they're sitting up here letting you worship their calendar. And they got two moves in one month. Now, even the Indians told Negro, you I would they agree calculated with you, time. But I don't feel like being stupid even, today. Even the Indians hey, told you. Speaking of numbers, even the Indians said, told you, you're going on and on. You let the people when the participate. When the next moon comes, when the next moon comes, not when the next double he's not, moon comes. Not, listen, he's not communicating. He's rambling. Right. He is speaking literally, of numbers, he's like a, how is it possible that not one student in Baltimore out of 1,800? I'll be doing that shorter tonight. Can be proficient in math. How is that even because, possible? Because they're in America. 
Let me tell you how that's possible. Let me tell you. Don't take away the fact that there there are the children of what America is producing. That's America. Most people will probably don't blame it on Chicago. Chicago is the child of America. Let let me tell you how, John Beckman, when you have a system in place, uh, an institution of education that is faulty, that has that has no buy-in to a community. America's school system. That's, 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 so you're that's, saying that's, the curriculum's too hard. No, the curriculum is too hard. If the curriculum is too hard, then that means the teachers aren't great, aren't good teachers. See, a student Damn right. is, going to, is going to learn from a teacher that, um, that uh, encourages them, uh, excites them, and motivates them, and then challenges them to be great. I know because I was that student. I grew up in an inner city. I went to Del Paso Elementary School, but I had great. Well, why is teachers. this only happening in Baltimore and not any other well, city? Well, the reason because 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 you don't. First of all, John, you don't know if it's happening in any other city. But if I'm a betting man, based on a study that was just done, when the average American reads at a sixth grade level. Okay, comprehension, I'm sorry, the comprehension is at a sixth grade level. I know right. that it's not just in Baltimore. I know it's not just black students. It's I an know American it's problem. It's an, that's right, it's an American problem. The, the, the reason why it becomes so exaggerated in black and brown community, John, is because of the systemic racism, bigotries, prejudices, and biases that have always existed in this country, where um, well, that well, didn't hold just on a start. Second. Was, was, they was used it as a political student, football for the slow. Was this just a black of, student uh, survey? Because I thought. Wait, it was wait, all wait, of... wait. Hold on, hold on. Everybody, with all due respect, Jay King, there's only one thing to push back on what you just said about the systemic racism part. But this is the, we're talking about the Baltimore schools. I know you're talking about overall, but we, this discussion no, was about the Baltimore John schools. Beckman, John Beckman asked overall, so oh, I don't. I, no, no, I, he, I no, no. He started with the, he started talking about Baltimore. He started with the I Baltimore. I understand. He wanted John to Beckman, talk about black people. I was, I was answering his question on the overall. Okay. So because the Baltimore that, question just, only allows pushback for a small reason, and that is, the Baltimore school issue is everything in that school, as far as leadership and the town, the state, the city, the city. I'm sorry, the city of Baltimore. It's all African American run, from the police chief to the, the superintendent to the he mayor. Wanted to talk about so, so, niggas. So, so, That's so, what it was. So, uh, so let me say this to you, Reese. I'm, I wasn't <laughs> talking. I didn't say anything about race. I talked about okay. the, Neither the did system. Neither did I. Yeah. Um, I, um, no, um, I talked about the system. And and what? so John Beckman, to answer your question even further, in this country, when we're but equal, we know that separate, of course, quote, separate and equal in this country. But, does, but doesn't this study also prove the case that we should have more charter schools and people choose where they go to high school or, or school? No, see, you're still talking about time, Beckman. This is, see, you're on the wrong page. It's judgment time. 
fuck it. 400 years is up. You're judged. You're done. You're finished. You're baked. America oh is God. through. It's been filibustering for over 400 years. Whose system is working, Yusef? Well, you're, well, well, well why America, after America World War II, not have filibustered. America could not have filibustered for 400 years um, because it hasn't been here 400 today. years. Yeah, thank well, you. Okay, just like Charles was telling you, just like Charles was, was telling telling you, the establishment of slavery was fine. even before fine, fine. in it America. It wasn't. Give me the system that works better, Yusef. To be precise. Give me the oh system that works better. Name it, and we'll follow it. Who's the system we should follow? Who's doing better than us? Well, this is about who's doing better than you. It's about Wouldn't how guilty helpful? you are. No, you. The, the, let me tell you, you know let what? Me, There's me, no, there, isn't, there isn't any precedence for it. You're setting no the Can I say something here? I Please, just want yes, you sir. guys. I don't know. You were getting dressing about to leave. Are you? No, late? I'm, I'm already <laughs> left. I'm in my car. I'm in my car right now. So, if if you go back in history. The reason why none of the countries that existed back in Mesopotamia time and and the reason why the map has changed so much is because civilizations fall, civilizations change, civilizations grow, civilizations uh, morph, and for us to think that this civilization won't be any different uh, is asinine. We're watching America destroy itself right now. All of the different, from, from everything from sexual orientation to politics and religion. And you can blame that on the teachers' union, Jay. That's where I lay the um, blame. No, you blame well, no, it on the empire. No, yeah, you know, listen, that's what is it's the total that's right, it's the empire. This empire the collapse of it, the it, empire. It, it, it's imploding on itself. And I'm telling you guys right now, in the next fifty to sixty years, if we continue in the direction we're in right now, America and won't none exist. None of us will be around. You're right. America won't exist. It'll be it'll be something it'll it'll be uh, it might be annexed. It might be uh, the North Americas. It might be, you know, uh, you know. Um, there, there were there were there was a, a moment where they were trying to split California, Southern California from Northern California. Not a bad idea. Well, no, I mean, that, 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 listen, it, it's been on the ballot a few times. Um, I mean, if they have North Dakota saying, and South Dakota, what's wrong I'm with saying, North California all I'm saying and South this, California? What we're discussing, you guys, what we're discussing isn't a new discussion. It's not what we're discussing isn't unique to just America. This is the world. What we do know is this, and it's been proven over and over again, and that is he cannot govern himself in a fair and equitable manner. Sure, there I mean, are we even have North Carolina love, and South Carolina. There, there are men who would love to govern fair and equitably, but as an overall, man cannot govern himself fair and equitable. 
And so, Jay, since, since you live in California, like since you live in California, if California were to split into another state, what would be the line? Where would that line be? Probably. Or Lindsay. Probably Fresno I'm sorry, you or Lindsay. Okay. I said probably Fresno or Lindsay. I was thinking Bakersfield. What's Lindsay? No, Bakersfield is Bakersfield Southern, Southern California. It's more southern than it is central. Lindsay is more. So if you okay. break up, so if you break up the state, okay. then you have no more central California. You just have well, a, well, a well, you know a North California well, and a South California. A Southern California, yes. Right. Or you would have a North. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, the so would Monterey Central would Monterey be in North California or Southern California? Yes, Monterey is northern. North. More northern. Okay, and so what's mm-hmm. the, what's the barrier like? Big Sur, San Luis Obispo, probably. Okay, and that would be Southern California. Okay. Yeah. Now, I mean, I don't see a problem with that. What, what well, would I know be the you problem? Don't, John, than... So let me tell you the let me tell you the problem, John. It won't happen. So it don't okay, no, you see a problem asking... with it, it's not going to happen. Well, what it would be happen. the not... what would be the, the why? What are the pros and cons if it did happen? I mean, I don't, I don't. It, it, it's not going to happen. It's not a discussion I care to get into. It, it, it's a moot point. It don't it don't mean okay, nothing. Okay. I was just being hypothetical, that's all. If it was a possibility, or even if it was plausible, I would I would talk about it. But it's neither. It's not real at all. Now, maybe 20, 25 years from now it might be real. Because it's because because the disintegration of of America would be and what what right now we're seeing the beginning of the disintegration of America. We're in it right now. That's why there's so much upheaval. Oh. No, I agree. Jay, that's why I love today when you spoke about the early cartoons in our life. We all on this show lived the, probably the best times of our lives, watching the Flintstones and the Jetsons well, and well, the well, we Leave say it to that, Beavers. Well, I mean, we say that because that's that was our childhood. Our parents say it. During their childhood, they say that you know that what right, we because they had radio was, back then. That's what they this had. This is that was the time for me. I don't know what you so said. What this I'm, is time, being that I could see the epiphany of the writers at that time, because you have a strike with writers right now. So the writers of that time, <clears throat> that's the that's the vision that they had for television. Where today you see let's Leave be it to on, Beaver. Let's be honest, you said, have any of us really Beaver. missed the writers? You see the, writing, well, you see the writings of this time. You see the writings of this time, which is fucked up too, because you have, the, until Trump was president, because Saturday Night Live was Muxy TV, Alec Baldwin paid, played him to the T. Now, other than Still that. a murderer. Well, yeah, you know, well, that's because he listened to the deity of Trump. It got into his bones. Well, that's no he excuse. He's still a murderer. He pulled the trigger. 
Well, that's another drama in theatrics of America. You know, but in today's time, these are the best times in that I see the epiphany and have comprehension on what's taking place as I watch the fall, the domino effect. It's almost like you go see Domino's Pizza come out with a new marketing uh, gimmick for Domino's because you see the collapse of America. Like a domino. Sounds to me. It sounds it's to me. One right like after we haven't watched Saturday Night Live in three years. It's not funny anymore. Well, you haven't watched anything because there's a writer's cl- there's really well, a months. writer's block. That's five there's months. Really, I'm talking three years. There's really there's really a writer's block. That's why you're going to have a renaissance. There's a renaissance taking place. There's a new normal, just like it was in Harlem, and you go find the mind of those that are here are going to be different. You're just going to see that. It's, it's, it's like an anointing. The children, the children, is something you different said, about do you, do you agree with me that Saturday Night Live needs a cast upgrade, like new cast members, for it to be relevant anymore? Well, I don't even know even, the cast. Even, I, I, I really you know. don't either, but it's not the prime time players. It's not like it used that, to be. What, were they the prime time players? Is that what they were labeled? That's where Bill prime Murray time. and John Candy and those guys came right, from. Right, they were labeled the, the prime. Right, right. Out they, of Chicago, I believe. Dan Aykroyd. Well, the, yeah, they they were good at the satire. You know, at what was going on and be able to capture the time. They had the zeitgeist of of you know that period. And that was another beautiful part of our life. Saturday Night Live came into our lives like in the nineteen seventies. John, John, let me tell you something, you trick. Now is everything is gonna be just I'm sorry, did you say you're a prick and I'm a trick? You're right. Everything is gonna see okay. see it's paradise lost to you. This is your paradise lost. It's over. It's done. It's Every good thing comes to an end. You, you know, know what you are? You are one that held on to the good old days. No, you're and you living hold in the on past, to it. man, not me. Well, Everything no, comes I'm, to talk, an end. I'm letting you know. I'm giving you a You rebuilding. keep talking about Babylon. No, 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 John. No, there's still a continuum to this. There's years that has, there's years that has <laughs> to be paid. And I say Babylon... I give them 1,000 years. I'll start there. It has to take place. Okay. Uh, uh, how many years are we into Babylon now, then, if you give them 1,000? Well, put it like this. Only the Lord knows. It's like the Holy Ghost. It's just going to come down. Well, you're the Lord. You. What is the number, Lord? You well, have? it's not for you to know. Why would I? Why would I cast well, my pearl? Not only are you my you. teacher, you're my lord. I would hope you would uh, let me know. Well, actually, you're in the dirt. You're trying to come anew, and I'm putting my heel at the top of your head, just squishing it, twisting my foot, barefooted. Am I on your like head. I'm in the dirt when you said water becomes dirt? Well, you're you in the dirt because that's where ago. you got to start. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta start from the dirt now. So I can only rise from the dirt as a seedling. 
Well, hopefully you can ride. You feed so much yeast here. I'm sure if it was bread, it would be easy for you to ride. I'm sorry, because did you say you have filler, a yeast? That's what America is filled. you got to be worried of these people. Do you have a yeast infection? Is that what you say? Well, you know, it's in your writings. You go, you go look up what yeast means. It means, from what I've read, the malarkey that people like you talk. Beware of things rot because I, it will start rising. Things Just like rise you and Reese, from that is, they call if it I was with yeast, a hard I beef. Would be no, this is another beef for you, bitch ass Beckman. Your bullshit ain't gonna fall for your bullshit anymore. Sounds angry. angry. What, what, what's wrong with anger? You want me? You it's want to a, make anger and emotion? Becoming. That shouldn't be expressed angry, when you have to express it. Angry is not it? very becoming, you said. Well, well, you don't know about becoming, then. That's why you're in the dirt to come anew. It's not becoming. Well, that's in your you, see. You're a student. And by the way, is becoming be talking the out? Be, is, well, is, you is, you is sit up here. the opposite of be going. I don't know that. You sit up here, teacher. You sit up here and called me out. And you confess today that I'm your teacher, and you t- you try and give something about Chicago Not just my teacher, system. I said you my gave, Lord, you too. Gave, you gave an analogy about how Chicago school system is fucked up, and you as a no, student over I here is fucking up on this sir. show. I you said Baltimore. Up. You're nothing There's a but difference a fuck between up. the letters you B and C. Student. You might as well. You, you know what Chicago you are? begins with a C. You fucked up student. That's what you are. You're a fucked up student. You come over here want to be a student just to learn how black people do it. Then you come well, over I'm here and compare about what's questions. going on in black cities. And, and I, know, I know in today's world asking when questions is really an American problem. You come over here and you call my name out uh, earlier in the week. And here I am, Beckman, you bitch ass, with your bullshit. It's not that going to be you know, here the, anymore. The bitch ass, bitch ass with bullshit rhymes with Baltimore. Yeah, that's what you they are. They all begin with B. That's what I said, yeah, Baltimore. You, you, you said you I said it? Chicago. Man, oh, man, you I don't know it? what you're smoking. And that's the point. You, you're not supposed to know. It isn't for you. By the, by the first, way, Lord Smurfsweed. Lord Youssef, will Listen the Raiders win with their current head. quarterback situation? I see you had a good time with her in your cabin. Now you go send Lord her back Youssef, to the Lord will the, the Raiders slaves. win with their quarterback situation? Please. Well, this is, this is about – see, you're always trying to deflect when it comes to talk about America. You know you're losing. No, I'm just trying this to make the conversation game. interesting. Well, well, not no, deflecting, well, making I'm, it interesting. It's not about trying to make a conversation in this class. You came to the wrong class today. You're out of order, you fucked up student. What, what grade, excuse me, professor, what, what grade are we in in this class? What level is this class? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Third hour of power. I- I get the feeling it's no third hour party, you handkerchief head. You couldn't hold it in, school. huh? You couldn't hold it in. Listen to it. You got it. Now she's sitting on your stoop. No, no. She's sitting on your stoop. 
I have my own suit. Oh, handkerchief. Oh, you handkerchief head. You you belong. You, you besmirch Osiris. You, you are a besmirch Osiris. My you got God. A pair of he's a, a besmirch Osiris. I like that. Listen to him. See, that's that's and he's, that's how they that get the word into the Nicole. black woman. Listen to him. <laughs> knowing Listen to knowing you. that Beckman, you you see that Beckman is being exposed. And you just see as a mother, as a mother, you don't have that what are you quality. Talking about? I'm wearing clothes right as now. A, as a mother, clothes. you don't have that quality to let that mother nature take over. You know, just like oh, a, a bear will protect its cubs. Do you know anything about that? Do you, do you know, know anything, anything about, about a lion? Do you know anything, do you know anything about, about making your statement you know without trying to be female? derogatory? Do you, you know, know anything about that? Female? Listen, to that's you. right. You, you let him have it. Do you know that. anything you about stating your point, standing on your own point, without having to, without having to try to disappoint others? We want to hear something from you. We're listening to you. But the thing is, well, you're no. insulting the same folks that you wish to listen to you. Do you know how well, that doesn't okay. work? Okay. Well, I appreciate Can we move on to D so we can talk about disconnect? You're still here pardon. getting the abuse. Maybe well, no, you're I'm, just listening, I'm just listening well, yes. to you no, have a meltdown. Engaging. I'm listening you're to your engaging. micro meltdown. You're engaging. Right, right. That's Thank what you're you, doing. That means you're right here enjoying the masochistic act. I didn't say I because enjoy Because you know John Beckman, you know how Mary come over here and treats Beckman. He's like See, a little dog got... with a collar on his See? neck. See? Uh, He's getting disrespectful again, But what does that have to do Nicole? with your point? What does that have to do with right. what you have to say, of which you are saying well, for a reason? Well, well, what it does, what it does, if you what it does, it engage it's attractive to you to where you engage <sighs> and you find your no, babbles on going if it was on, attractive on, to me. If it was attractive time, to me, I would I would further here, promote it. Here, I'm not promoting it further. Three o'clock Eastern time he on the phone with talking to this. With anger. What you are, just, what, oh my goodness. You know what you are? What you are, you and I do. Him. Thank God I do, because if I didn't know, I know what Nicole who I oh, am, I would be in real trouble with you some days. Some days I'd be in real trouble if I didn't it. know. You know what Nicole it, is? She never has is, a bad thing to say about anybody. That's what Nicole listen is. Listen she's sweet. It. She's kind. <laughs> she's <laughs> to the point. She's elegant. <laughs> never says the N-word. Uh-huh. As, as be- she's beautiful. Uh-huh. She's like me. We're like brother and sisters. <laughs> if you ever want to push a man over the edge. Oh, you must have gave her a nose <laughs> ring as well as those earrings. You really got her, huh? Oh, you really got her, huh? His oh, bubble bong is falling. The bubble bong is falling. Look, Plinky. Tickle, tickle. Look, look, look. Oh, oh wow. Nicole, one remember day, the other day we one day you were with Ali Bunker. Fall asleep on one, the day you were, one day you were with Ali Bunker, yes. and the next you were with Bitch Ass Oh. Oh, my God. Remember that? He was laying oh, down on wow. his pillow. Only, only love, honestly, can just endure some of the things you say, Plankton. That's all I'm saying. I, I just want to hear your point. I'm about to... Break my china cup here. My 
who my the teacher fuck is pulling with you. Hold on a minute. Who the fuck, who the fuck is planking? What the fuck is you, the planking? You, are planking. No. Nicole, I will send you to China ocean. if you break it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, I, well, I just wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to break do it. Know what this, so, you do know what the subject is, don't you, uh, handkerchief here? Oh, right now, we're, we're, we derail the subject. No. That, right no, now. You let him come in and distract I didn't focus. let him do anything. I know what the subject is. is. No, right we're all here together. Handkerchief head. We should focus be the on your part. Every time the focus on you handkerchief head. The focus is on his time is right. up, you handkerchief head. In other words, being and he distracted me, right, your Nicole? mind, you being handkerchief head. <laughs> <laughs> have you doing anything? Thoroughly for certain. He can't Look. talk to us oh, well. without being mean. He actually can do you know that? Well, Do you know that thing, Beckman? Plankton I know. I met, I met him in person. You in really person, did. he was very nice. Yes. In person, he was very nice. I haven't but, met him you know, in person phone, yet, he... but on the phone, yes. Oh, boy. Yes. Well, if you but, do, right, make sure well, you I mean, have some I mean, hand okay, wipes because you're going to smell like marijuana. <laughs> so make sure you have some hand wipes with you. Well, I made sure, number one. I made sure, number one, when I met you, Beckman, that I was a good angler that day, and I knew exactly what kind of fish was over there. And you the day you met me, remember I so had you're all saying those things? And, and, and you, I had, well, I had all yeah, that well. cancer lasered off my face. That day I had, uh, well, it wasn't lasered off, but it was frozen off. I had cancer yeah, spots you, removed from my face. And and you, uh, because I'm trying to work on my head. melanin. You, when it you, came time to approach to meet you, when you came over here in Sacramento and I got a wind of it, you were amphibious. I've been to Sacramento more times. I've been no, to Sacramento more times than day. you are um, aware of. So don't worry about me. I'm asking you about you and what you're saying. What it is you wish for us to know? Because well, there's I nothing new about what no, you're saying you about up, times. Up. You were bringing about you're bringing out my character about how nice. Oh, I oh, I'm, oh, so and you're I not in sure control I of your behavior. I am influencing your behavior. You well, have no control over your behavior. I did. Is that what you're saying? I I, I did. I didn't do you. anything. You're making your own choices. I know choices. you didn't I'm because I got it. far away. I didn't want to be the frog looking for a prince. Admit it, you Seth. You just like to make fun of the crackers. And I accept Well, that. one thing that I could say is probably true. It's highly plausible. Let's say you, Plankton. Well, I say you're easy, and I get my way with you all the time. I oh, just know okay. how to do it. Easy well, like you know, Sunday morning. In your mind, if that works for you in your mind, what can I do about your fantasies? Nothing. Well, that's where it I don't starts. live there with it you. It starts in my mind, and then I'm. Well, enjoy that. Or remove. Enjoy that. Hey, that's a good well, question. Enjoy what do you think Yusuf's fantasies are? <laughs> They're wild, beyond our imagination, apparently, because you know, yeah. you know, and we we only get in the sea. <laughs> we can't. And that, that's well, you, 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 that. what you are, what you two are, you're, you're, uh, or <laughs> uh, 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 what, or what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Hey, you, uh, yeah. uh, Nicole, do you, you're do you think he ever fantasizes about you? You're John Fetterman right now. Wait, say, you're below uh, the no, sun. No disrespect to John you're, Fetterman. You're, you're, you're dwellers below no, the sun. No, all disrespect to John Fetterman. Well, you're, you're a point, so you would know. You're a point, you know what point, you 
You, there's, there's nothing, nothing new under the sun, Plankton. You live under the sun. You live under the sun, and there's nothing new. You don't have any bitches. There's That's nothing new under the sun. What do you let? You let the about. about you. You let the horizon that they gave you with I the hope blue not. and the blue. I, I think yeah, you let that horizon his, be the foundation he just, he likes of the, your beginning. He like, and you let I mean, uh, Nicole. You let you, you let you their false calculations you, of the heavens. He has to have a box. You let uh, their false calculations of the the heavens fuck your head up. To where Look, it gives you I have, up I'm shit. not against you talking about the Gregorian calendar. There are many other calendars. I'm not. You can't be against I'm not. It. I'm not. I'm not against any of that. Why, what, I, what, I'm, compare, what I'm pushing on here is a why nerve. Would you bring that up? That you why possess. would you bring that up? Well, you have why to be would you bring up something you can't contend with? Yeah. Well, to get to this, okay. Why is it that when you go to make your point, that you must also be disparaging? Do you understand, exactly. like, that takes away from the, like, the, um, the quality of the, the conversation? Have you ever talked to someone? Have you ever, have you ever, have you ever, have you ever talked to someone like you? Which, which, which compromises his point. You and him are passengers on that retarded reverence bus. And by the way, See, now, I'm not even here right now. He's not even it's here right now. He's not even a part of this discussion. Well, like our sister Mary is not here so right now. You're a snitch. You're a snitch. He'll know. He'll find out. Yeah, but I, well, I, I know moved different as a snitch. A I moved different as a snitch. I switched on you to you. Yo, I see why she's a snitch. She kicks it with you because your bitch ass be turning around calling on Ali. Calling Jay with your bitch ass, you runaway you dog. Hey, I can't help Donald Hammer and hurt his back. I can't help that. There's a lot of things you can't help. And you we can't, can't help, help that your bubble bong You is can't falling. help the fact that you find yourself here after the noon hour continually because you like your ass getting treated Wait like this. Wait a minute. It's only eleven twenty-three. We're not after the noon hour, right? And, and you're saying you got more oh, we're time. We're Eastern time. Let's play the pellet. We I are willing to the afternoon. fact that you are he here. That lets me know you really have ambition and you really want to be taught. You really want to be a nigga and be able to say nigga, don't you? Oh boy. I'm sorry, my you my love that culture, right? don't you? You love a nigga culture, don't you? You want to hmm. say it so bad. What's so powerful? No. You know that 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 you word said enough for everybody. You know, yeah, you, you know that you've been living. You know you've been living in this false king. Why world. would I need to say? You know that name, no royal, so huh? You know the real. You know who the real niggas is, huh? Don't you? In your libraries, in them libraries that you got to read, and your grandpappy used to read, and they kept up in the stories you heard, them good old days. You 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 really know the niggas they, <laughs> they lasted all this them. time. Yeah, the niggas. It's the the nigglets. You you heard the nigglets and all that shit, and the niggas and the blackies and the darkies and them. All I them know right is I there. saw Dave Chappelle deliver deliver milk to that family. Yeah, one day. yeah. Dave Chappelle was brilliant at it. He was brilliant at it. He was <laughs> whatever you remember it about. It sublimely fucks your head up. Yeah, remember that. Keep it. Because I will unfold it to you. That's a good You can bring it up any time. You can bring it up any time, and I'll give you the key. 
that will unlock the rites of passage for you to even bring it up. I will unfold to you the <laughs> mysteries of it right then so and there. You, said, you just brought up a good point. I'm 62. What rites of passage do I still have to look forward to? Well, if you look at the lines, if you look at uh, Black Panther, you will see at the end there was hope <laughs> for that Panther. white character. There was hope for that white character. Do you remember the well, ending? Well, that would be a rite of passage? Do you remember the ending? You're Do a fucked you up remember you, the yeah, days it, of September? It was the 21st of September, you asshole. You continually sound like happy. You, you continually sound like happy that white guy in Sanford and Son. You, you, you're that one that wants to be here. That's what you are. I love and you. You can't here. help it. You love because you love niggas. You love oh, it, John. God. I love you. You're my teacher. Well, I know and that. I found out today you're my lord. So I'm. Well, that's what I've learned. Well, I guess you know I what? still learn at 62. You know what? The sad thing is. Yes, man. You Tell don't me know what. I mean, sir. Yes, sir. You don't Tell know. Me, you don't know the lordship of yourself. That's what's sad. Twenty first of September. Okay, you I must, gotta try and. You must be. I would play it, but my, my speakers are garbage, so I I can't okay. play any music. Why don't you two uh, play it in the midnight hour? <laughs> when she, when you when you snatch her back to the cabin. Uh, oh, to learn about it. Yeah, exactly. Here we go. We just can't stay that. away. We can't stay away. Yeah, we talk we every night be... before we go to bed. Well, it seems like you can't. <laughs> wow. Seems like, seems like you can't keep sneaking away. Oh boy. What do you mean? Are you saying Nicole sneaks away with the cracker jacker? No, you just said it. Oh, I you, thought that's what you were that's saying. That's what you just said. I, no, well, I believe no, you, you said it. You're implying such things because actually, I'm a backhand now. Remember, I have a Mac hand or a backhand. Whatever that is, I have something like a hand. Well, what you do oh. have is something to identify you, which is that collar on your neck, you runaway masochistic toy that Mary uses to pleasure herself. Ooh, our sister Mary isn't here right now. She's not here right now. Yeah. Don't, don't pick on people that aren't here. That's not nice. That's not well, I know funny. how to talk her up. You know you'll be happy. It'll be an old happy day for hey, you. Hey, is anybody watching the vice presidential debate tomorrow night? It's at well, the Ronald suppose, Reagan Museum. Oh, I suppose yeah. I'll watch. I'll be watching. Yeah. Hey, Nicole, what are your thoughts on the Raiders so far this year? We have a new quarterback. <laughs> his name is Jimmy Crapapolo. Oh, terrible. What's his name? <laughs> what do you call him? Crap Apollo. Okay. Is he any um, connection he to threw, the. He threw, he threw three interceptions. <laughs> sounds like you're not happy. Plus, we have. A, I would take Deion Sanders as our coach right now over the guy we have. If Deion Sanders were to come to the Raiders, this team would win the Super Bowl. Well, there's still there's still time. They're just getting started. 
right? King Jackson, you know sports. Yeah, but they're but they're but they're one and two. Politics is not my forte. <laughs> so wait a minute. Here's I mean, here's the scenario. Here's the scenario. Sunday night. It was the okay. only Sunday night game, so the whole country's watching it. They 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 it's it's fourth down and five on the eight yard line, the opposing team's eight yard line, the Steelers' eight yard line. We're mm-hmm. down by eight points. Our coach says, "Nah, let's kick a field goal." So we're down by five five points with two minutes to go, and then we'll kick the ball off and hope that we get it back to score a mm-hmm. touchdown. Now you still got to mm-hmm. score a goddamn touchdown. Why wouldn't mm-hmm. you do it from the four yard line? even when it's fourth down. Because by the time Is the Raiders true that got the Jimmy ball has back. Is 12 interceptions already? Huh? For the season? Okay. Is it true he's thrown 12 interceptions already for the season? Something like that. Jimmy. Uh-huh. But, but what Jimmy coach says, hey, let's kick a field nine. goal so we're down five points and let's hope coaching. we get the ball back. And they, you know when they got the ball back? With 12 seconds left in the game, and the Raiders threw an interception. Crap out the way. I think that's that's coaching call. I don't think that's Jimmy by itself. No, no, I agree with you. That's coaching call. That's why I said I would rather have. Because Jimmy wasn't that bad before. Yeah, but I'm saying, Jimmy wasn't that bad for us. He wasn't when that you bad. say us, do you mean do you mean San Francisco 49ers. or Forty um, Niners? Yeah, yeah 49ers. okay. The Forty Niners. Yeah, well, he only was, he he didn't get his time there because he got hurt last year. No, no, he been playing he been playing back and forth for a while. He, he just saw it. He been there for a minute. But that he was a terrible time. coaching decision, and all of Vegas is telling his face that is the worst. Yeah. You let's, can, let's you can tie like the it. game. Let's. You can you can tie the game from the four yard line, but you go with a field goal, and you're still five behind. The worst I mean, you could have decision a, ever. You could have a, a hurt Derek Carr. I'm just saying. Which one you? Well, want? no. I mean, uh, hey, Derek Carr played better this week than uh, Crapapolo did. And she, yeah. Derek Carr looked horrible. I don't know what you're talking about. He looked well, horrible. He's, he's even a though he got hurt. Anytime you got to put Jason Hill, you got to put Jason Hill back. Got to help him out. Look, he's a ball. He's a ball. Well, that's why, you know, remember wow. last year we would always say the Raiders are never going to win a Super Bowl with Derek Carr. Now you guys in New Orleans can say the same thing. You're never going to win a Super Bowl with Derek Carr. I've never been a New Orleans Saints person, so you might want to take that out of my pocket. Now, San Francisco, I told Jay King this the other day, I'd rather have that quarterback. Teacher. I'd rather have the San Francisco quarterback than anybody. And this guy was Mr. Irrelevant. Remember that? He was draft, drafted last in the draft. And look what this kid's doing. He's unbelievable. He's going to be the next Tom Brady. The Raiders should have Probably got not. Uh, the Raiders should have got uh, uh, the Ravens quarterback when he was up for sale, Lamar Jackson. You know what? You're right. You're right. They should have grabbed. Taken that any day, any day. It would have added another dimension to a line that's, that needs help because Guapolo and and uh, the one that left didn't have that running dimension that's needed, you know, to right. 
when the, when the Raiders because one thing that the Raiders was doing they had a good uh, not having penalties. They're they're really good at at not having penalties. That's something that's really yeah. They went problem. from the most penalized team down to one of the least. I give them credit for yeah. that. Yeah. So 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 like you said, it's problems. You know, you go into the coaching thing and the the coordinator, the play calling, the decision making, and and, you, right. and like you say, the, they got the three points. And then, like you, you talked about the lawyers' rule, there's a football rule: don't take points off the scoreboard. So they was they was they got three points, and it was like about three minutes left when they got the field right. goal first, because it was right. a penalty, which get which made them go for the touchdown. They needed a touchdown and a field goal. No, they you needed know? a touchdown and two and they two needed points a touchdown to convert to and two it. point conversion. Right. right, but 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 at the point that when they didn't make it, they still went for the field goal in the end. Which isn't in the, that in terrible? The to run, me, that's they, a, they had that's that a choice. Call. Yeah, but if they would have had more time and never took the points off the board. They would have had more time to have that drive still stay alive. I mean, this is just hypothesizing what is really their problem, you know, because you you know you want to gu- blame it on Guapolo, but then Guapolo was having no, no. Good... I said it was a coaching decision too. Right, but you called you called him a name, John. You trick. Crap, That's why I called you a trick. Apollo, yeah, he, that was your intro. Interceptions. Okay, so therefore, John, I was talking about that part with you with character. Okay, you're oh, a murder. Well, you didn't mouth. specify, you Professor. Reese, I'm just specifying. You and Reese are professional murder mouths. You go around wow. murdering people continually. And you and know you what take, the headline in the and paper here was yesterday? Head, head with you. She's probably y'all you know the, head, the, the headline in the sports section yesterday was Devontae Adams said, "I've had enough. This team either yeah, better show thought, the fuck up." Or I'm done. Right. And because, he's the best receiver you know, he, in football. He, he went there on the compassion of his compadre who couldn't perform. His college teammate, Derek Carr. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yep. And then comes, you know, the next the next one, you know, and Guapolo, you know, you can you can say things about his game, you know, that he still have tendencies, just like you know they say things about uh, the the dude from from uh, Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills quarterback. You know they talk about him Allen, when he Josh gets the Allen. Yeah, yeah, Josh Allen. You got to look at him when he was in college. What is his tendencies? You know when when he was in the bowl game. What what games did he lose? How and how did he lose it? If he was that phenomenal, and he was. It's some it's parts of his game that keep happening, and and, Boy, and he, talking about Guapolos. He lit it up against Washington last Sunday. Allen yeah, he did. always did it. Yeah, but then he folded. Remember, he already had a collapse before that. Before he went, he had a win. Then he collapsed, and it was a question. Well, that was that. Why is it? Why is why is Josh Allen? Why is that? Well, yeah, it was a collapse. It was a collapse. It was a collapse. They yeah. wanted. They labeled it a collapse. They labeled he did this many. They really critiqued critiqued him, and had some. Does negative anybody doubt. here think this Zach Wilson for the Jets will get them anywhere? I don't. 
Well, the Jets is coming up anyway. The Jets is a come-up team anyway. Anything They're almost like Colorado. Anything that they do better than last year. Oh, my God. And that's another thing. What does Denver do this year? Oh, my God. 70 to 20. Unbelievable. I mean, uh, what is what is you know they brought the new coach in too, and he was a great coach with New Orleans, and uh, to be embarrassed like that, oh my God! Hey, at least then at least the Raiders aren't the worst team in the division. Denver's worse than we are. Raiders have so many chances to win. They got it, and then they got the number one runner. In the NFL, a problem with that after signing him, you know, because yeah. it's, it's court. It's to be able to coordinate it, you know, to coordinate a coordinator can bring all of it together and put it on the field, and and go in at halftime and make adjustments on his package, you know. And for, the, for those of you that don't know, Yusef's talking about Josh Jacobs. He was the rushing leader last year in the NFL. Oh, right, and now you. he's now he's playing. Oh, shut up! What? I know when you got some sarcasm. You think I don't know? About now we got to now we got to go play the L.A. Chargers in L.A. this week. We're gonna lose that game. Oh, too. double agent! You got oh, double agent all over oh, you, two fake. Oh, I say. Yeah, I know about it. Y'all know I didn't know. Yeah, I know about it. But now you try to act like can't get, I didn't know. I'm trying to here. be funny. You said, why you think you got a sugar daddy? Why are you so upset in the cold like the pepper woods? Why are you so upset in the cold like the pepper woods? I don't think that at all. Think you can rule it? It's your world. It's your thing. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, just because uh, Nicole likes the peck award, as Robert would say, I don't see anything wrong with that. Well, it starts by how much you really love her. Oh God, she needs I so love much her. attention. Can we say right? On the well, if you listen, if you listen Hello? to her, she haven't told you her story. She haven't told you about 1980, that the infamous day. 1980. In 1980, what happened in 1980? Well, that's what you don't know. He don't know. He making up stuff. You like you like America was. You need a Muslim to come give you the light. You're still in the dark. Can we stay? All I said was thank you because y'all know I (laughs) didn't know. Well, you should be practicing staying off of it right now. Why don't you practice it while you're over there? You stay off of it, okay? Since you listen to words, since words affect you so much, listen to these words of wisdom. You stay no, off. She said one word affects her so much, not words. It's singular, not oh, yeah, plural. She, oh, she combinates them. You just don't get it because Combinate you're them. done. Hold on. Let me look that word up. Combinate them. I'm I'm gonna look that word up in a minute. Hold on. I like it. Combinate. I like it. We should add it. It should be added right. in. Combinate. That's like George Bush and strategery. Yeah, I like strategery. Hey, I like them too, but they're not words. So let me ask you a question, John Beckman. You know, and I'm just it's look look. Hey, hey. who's no speaking now? I just Who want, is this? I just listen. Let me talk. I just want you. I want you to answer questions. You know, oh, through history, Go ahead. We, through the history, people have given names to things that people have uh, accepted those names, right? And different okay. languages speak different tongues, and people use different words different ways, right? 
So somebody right. says something that sounds ridiculous, right? And it doesn't it doesn't assimilate to the word or, or, or it's not proper English, right? <laughs> who who makes it? Hold up. This is the question. This none this. So who makes it okay for words to be rewritten? Yeah, that's my question. Yeah. And now come again. Who who what? Who what makes the it fuck okay? I heard him. I just heard exactly what the fuck he said. How come your intelligent ass didn't know what he said? <laughs> who makes it? He said it one motherfucking time. He didn't stutter. He said that shit clearly. He said it in your ear because it was so clear. Why the fuck would your transparent ass not hear? No, no, hold on, come, come out, out. Come out. So let me, let me show it. Let me show it. I'm showing it. I'm showing it. I'm showing it. I can't. No, I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm showing it. I know, I know, I know. Let me show it. People make up words, and people His make it okay is off. for right. So, in other words, who makes it okay for words to be recreated? Who, who, who is the okay don of words? Nobody. It's up to the individual to understand those. Thank you. It, it, so it when you yeah. when you okay, so that's my point, and my point is to you and Reese, because you motherfuckers are some prolific, you prolific speaking motherfuckers. God, and I'm gonna tell you, because you know Jay King fuck up words, and you be okay at Jay King shit, and I'm about to say how, how fucking uh, uh, Ali say, you know that Jay King, uh, what do you call it? What?
But when you look at what the word looks like, it doesn't look like chopped nothing. It has a whole TNL with some other shit. But we say chopper tulas. Is that like and a hot a, chocolate was a Chopper tulas. Chopper tulas. Hot chocolate tulas. Yeah. I like that. Is it no, no, spelled? Is it spelled T C H O U P I T O U L A S? Right, right. Washington Chapatulas. No, oh. sir. <laughs> John Beck, you really trying to get NFL too. <laughs> We're trying to win. No, sir. <laughs> I never saw anything wrong with the Redskins. Right there, Charles. Do, do you know a lot of people want the Redskins name back? Even the Indians, they want the Redskins name back. You know, let me tell you something. It's a, we look. We have taken down so many. We have renamed so many streets. Have taken so many monuments down. It don't make no, that shit. Don't even bother me. Like that shit never bothered me. Like the name of the street. That shit never bothered. Me. But for people who know the history of New Orleans, there's other monuments in this city to disgrace the Confederates. There's like, like literally, there was like little monuments left, and they take they had to take those monuments with the other ones and put them away somewhere. They were like. Really, some disgraceful stuff. Now, so, is the Redskins really I mean, as bad as the Kansas City Chiefs? I mean, what's I, I have no idea, man. Look, 
Or the Chicago Blackhawks? Wait, wait, wait till they take the American name down and rename it. People talk about name changing. You see it all the time. They did. They gave African countries so many name changes. They give Indians have. They give because of sensitivities. Change those names. You got Russia who changed its name, but you just can't fathom in your imagination America changing. You can't you know the Chicago Blackhawks. Do you know the Chicago Blackhawks logo is probably the most famous and popular logo in all of sports? They have the best logo ever. And people are offended by that. Well, that's because it's political time. There's a political it was a political movement at this time. And it's still going on. It's a movement. So, but next you know, time, you find anybody, all kind of... You guys see the, the logo of the Chicago Blackhawks? Tell me that's not the best logo ever. But that's a baseball team or what that is? No, it's, uh, it's hockey. a hockey team. The Chicago the Blackhawks. The Chicago no. Blackhawks? Let me look at it. Yeah, they, they, they have perhaps the best logo in all sports. And people maybe love it. Maybe after the decisions, maybe. Let's see here. Almost like the Atlanta Braves, except their logo is the tomahawk chop thing. I kind of like the Raiders because it reminds me uh, I of how I think the Raiders, the Raiders, the Raiders emblem. Well, I think that symbolizes. In York, yeah, it symbolizes. Do you think the Raiders logo kind of looks like a pirate type of thing, or no? Well, it symbolizes. It does, not really. It symbolizes it symbolizes a takeover by it's raiders. They're raiding you, and it's just like so what's going to happen to America. Somebody. No, okay. it's just like what's going to happen to America. Is you got so many factions raiding America. Well, we're being raided it's, right now, how right? Rome by fell. the southern border. Well, that's how Rome fell, and you look at all the tendencies of Rome because this that was an empire, and this is an empire. And the slogan goes, even Dr. Martin Luther the King said it in his speech, if you, know, you look at Rome, back, back if you look at Rome and then you look at America, the parallels are frightening. And you know Rome back, failed. Back, I'm, I'm going to make a statement to you, buddy, and, I'm, and don't take this personal when I say this. Uh, America You mean like I won't take it personally like you want to punch me in the face? No, man, go ahead. Yeah, hello. So America, okay. no, no, because just speaking, America used drugs and give it to their own soldiers to calm them down during the Vietnam War. So you have opium being sold throughout the throughout the world and passed to other countries, only to come back to the United States, who allowed it to be sold to their own soldiers, given to their own people, who they who they did made them into made a drug deal, who they wouldn't support in the end. So. I, I don't understand when you talk about why why people in Mexico are suffering. It's because of the whole drug war. What, what, if that drug war wouldn't be what it is, and that cousin wouldn't polluted because of the drug war, you wouldn't have that problem. So you have America who has allowed it to be one of the biggest things uh, thrown into their own nation and brought here, that they've done films about it. They have, they have written books about big drug deals and how to charge. 
And all this was allowed because America allowed it. So when you want to blame somebody for the border, blame America. Blame America. Right, and, and, and along with well, that, that's what blame I, America. I do blame I do blame America for the border. But so I'm I'm gonna say to you then I don't blame if, if the all that never happened. Listen, looking for if there was life. such a war on drugs, listen, you know it, it's funny how America fucks shit up and didn't want to talk about it. That's like the creation of Bin Laden. Bin Laden was a monster. But nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to talk about how America gave Bin Laden back in the days to fight their war. They created that monster. But you guys make Bin Laden a monster. You can't get mad when America allowed the monster to be created. America is a cesspool. America is a cesspool built built for corruption. So it's funny, and and I'm going to go even deeper. You know, it's like slaves. They, they, they brought the slaves here, and then your boy said, you know what? We can't keep bringing these slaves in here because we bring too many in. They're going to they gonna stop. They're going to they take over America. So they started chasing the, the warships down. He actually sent American terror ships to, ch- to actually in, enforce the slave ships at the doggone, um, at the docks to make sure they wasn't slave ships, but they had what was called make, makeshift slave ships. So they had to make sure there was nothing on there to make them slave ships. But they still came. And then what they did was the American ships, the American military ships chased those ships down and they threw slaves in the water and hoping that they would stop to pick the slaves up because that's what they were trying to do, they thought. But no, it was all about destroying the slave ship. They create a mess they won't clean. And this is a continuous cycle of the United States, creating messes that they don't want to deal with. And but you have people like us, carbon mixture, not understanding the disease has always been planted by by ourselves, the people who who, uh, who allow it. We are the creator of that situation. We are Americans, and until we until we all understand that rich or poor, we all need to be seen as equals. There's always going to be a situation. But I'm gonna tell you something. And, and J. King is one of the few of, of who were wealthy who actually look out for America. If everybody felt like J. King felt, he would be a better world. But it's not like that. It would never be like that. They wouldn't need, listen, and back in the 70s, there were most of your, most of your big tax dollars were given to government programs to help people who didn't have those monies. So there was a basis of actually the poor, the middle class, and the rich. Now you know you you you've gotten rid of you've got rid of one part of the, the, the middle class and you have this so-called not so much broke but he's still middle but he still needs a job so he's a, he's really poor but you're going to give him the middle class name because he makes X hey, amount of dollars. Charles, let man, me ask you a question: do You are, are you poor, middle class, or rich? Um, if I need my job every day, if if I need my job to survive and I can't survive without my job. I'm poor. Now, I do have resources in other areas in, in, in case of a bad rainy day. Yes, I do. So I'm not so much on the poor side of being poor, poor. But if something middle happened, class. I would have Please something. Middle class. I would have. I'm not, you middle, I'm not putting myself in. You, you said, not are you poor, middle class, class or rich? I, I'm, I'm be poor, middle class. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not middle class. No, Yusef, are you poor, middle class, or rich? 
I don't even label myself in that in that category. You know, I put it like this. Okay. I put it I put it to you like this. Uh, sometimes I'm suited up. Sometimes I'm bummy looking. So, okay. you know, I can I can relate to you. And I can re, and I can relate to either one. You know, the suited up or the bummy looking. You know, but America is in America America is just like you talked about the drug story. America is making is doing all these deals, killing its own people like Charles was talking about. What? What? (laughs) No, scissors was saying he he agreed that he he agreed with you when you said sometimes you're a bummy. Please continue. I agree. I, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not no, no, let the man. Let there the you man go, Smicker. There she go with that bullshit. Wow. There Smick, you said you there meant, there wow. with the bullshit. Wow. There goes Smicky uh, too with the bullshit. Wow. Smicky, all the people. You are a double at? Where was you at when I was being called a double agent handkerchief you were wearing? Where was you then? Where were you at then? Did you hear double agent? Fred. Did you just step on me first? I heard Jay already. Jay, Jay already told me, me who I was. Jay already showed me who I was fucking with. Oh it's my Fred. goodness! You are a hey, double Fred, agent. You, Fred, Fred, you, are you, poor, you had that coming. Rich, a poor man. King Fred is not well, poor. Was, I'm not sure about Look, that. Ain't nobody on this line poor than me. Something 
they're going to get nice and shit. They got to buy the fancies of fancies. Instead of just being basic. You don't need the fancies of fancies. No. Now, Charles, Charles in Louisiana, Charles, in Louisiana, if you make 80000 can you still go on a one-week family vacation each year? You probably could. You probably okay. could. Because you don't get taxed sure. anymore, especially if you ain't got no kids. You if you ain't got no kids, especially. Especially if you ain't got no kids. You live in Miami. So if, if, if you had two kids, could you go on vacation? Yeah, mm-hmm. man, shit. Yeah. <laughs> but if you, not, 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 hold up. Now I'm going to tell you that if you, Damn. If, you, if, you got, if you got three kids out there on child support, you ain't going nowhere, buddy. You got two kids on child support, you ain't doing you ain't doing dilly dilly dee. Yeah, but what if you're married they, and don't have child support? Look, look. They're doing, you ever heard this song? I break it down to yes. the very, to the very lowest compound. They break, look. Yes. She, they, they break your ass down. You ain't going nowhere, buddy. Well, there's a definition. I saw it says, you. Yeah. Huh? Well, he asked the, he asked the question, but the but he's not, he's not. Figure out why is he asking the question. The question, but the question is, do you black ass like nice shit like white folks like what nice shit? Basically, do you go on vacation? Can you afford to go on vacation? Do you have I, the I mindset of a motherfucker? Nothing, not you, Charles. Charles, Charles, this, oh. Charles, this ain't pertaining to you. You don't have to explain this shit. Yes, we want to go to, to Disneyland. I yes, we want kids, our kids so to go. I go on vacation. <laughs> yes, motherfucker. <laughs> yes, we want our kids to go to Bridal Cottage and uh, uh, whatever yeah, the other. Yeah. Anything. We want butter on our shit. We want lobster, motherfucker. We want to, we want shit that tastes good. We want to go to Disneyland. All that shit, man. We want to ride horses and boat in the canoes and kick and fucking fly, man. But shit. This wasn't a question about it's what fault, you want. This was about current conditions. That's all. Listen, 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 listen. You want to start that bullshit about, okay, you're going to ask a motherfucker that's been in a goddamn uh, racist situation, been a goddamn house nigga, and then you're going to ask him, is it, is it, is it, is it still like it used yeah. to be? <laughs> you motherfucker. Does it still taste the same? Stop fucking around, boy. <laughs> Thank you, King Thank you. Beckman. <laughs> Don't take that as a dish here. I, I understand what Francis went to. I understand what Francis went to. <laughs> well, from my Fred, understanding about Fred, 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 he has a wife Fred. and a girlfriend. How do you support both, Fred? Fred, Fred said that it's going to taste good. See, now you're going to say some. You don't say some discouraging shit like that. I got a wife and a girlfriend. No, I'm well, what you... married for 30 years, motherfucker. Got grandkids. Um, we go to Disneyland. We sit down. We eat at the table. Fuck what you've seen on TV, bitch. I know where you're coming from, man. Now, you play the yeah. shit with Jay King and Jay like yeah. you and lick you around your head and shit. And yeah. you get them a room and you offer niggas jobs. And lawnmowers and shit. 
You ain't mm-hmm. shit, man. <laughs> you ain't shit, man. Oh, are you calling a John Deere tractor a lawnmower? It is a lawnmower. Right, there, you go, there you go with that shit. There you go with that shit. They got, they got, well, they got he said lawnmower. I'm just qualifying it. I know. Look, yeah, I, you I, look, have a lawnmower tractor. Hey, look. Look. Can look, you John have a lawnmower tractor, Beckman? Yeah, there's a tractor. That's not a lawnmower. Tra- yeah, right, right. Oh, John, Beckman, 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 Beckman. Don't, don't, don't. Just let it go, Beckman. <laughs> I got to tell you, let it go. Look, if, okay. if we assimilate, look, the only thing we ever seen John Deere really down here is lawnmowers. We don't really see John Deere tractors. We don't come out that, that way like that. We don't go. Well, there's really not any farming farm. in yeah, don't, don't, New Orleans, don't educate right? this motherfucker. Don't, don't, that's, don't that's even give the him the. That's farming in the south. That's farming in the South. Matter of fact, where do you think most of your sugar cane comes from? He came around here sniffing and snurching around, trying to get information. Where do you think most of your sugar cane comes from? Yeah, that's what he do. That's, that's, that's what the fuck he, he do. That's what the fuck he do. And that's that white man mentality of being going to be beholden to him. You're going to be beholden to him. Don't take his lawnmower, his job, his free nothing. Because you're going to be beholden to the white man. That yeah. motherfucker know what's up. Stop you playing this exactly fucking game. Nah, oh, nah, I invited him over here. Sometimes when it's just shot to be a five Beckman, just let it go, baby. Just let it go. Just let it go. Woosaw. Woosaw. May I read a definition to the topic at hand? Well, we all take a woosaw. Okay. It's like this, man. This motherfucker Uh-oh. asks you, uh, what are you doing for Christmas Eve? Yeah. And the wife, uh, we're going up to the mountains. Wait, wait, wait. Let me well, wonder what the fucking nigga's going to do. Does he, does he have access to a motherfucker, man, this boy here? Yeah. Hey, let me say something to you. When I say somebody making $80,000 a year, I mean, they're literally taking home $8,000. We ain't talking $8,000. Uh, grossing point. Gross. No, we're not talking about the gross. Well, we're not talking about gross. That's poverty. We're talking about eighty. Poverty. We're talking about yeah. We're talking about eighty grand in pocket. They actually feel every day cash on. Not that gross shit. Now after you, they yeah. have to take out medical expenses yeah. and all the other shit. Because I'm gonna tell you right, right. now, my, just for me, my wife, my son. Listen, just for me, my wife, my son. Every two weeks, they take out four hundred dollars. Plus, yeah. that's just for the medical part. That's not anything else. That's not the social right. security taxes and all the other stuff they throw in there. Just $400 right. and that's too much. So you I figure $800, no, no, that, that's a hell of a fucking lot. So you figure $800 times 12, I'm just saying, that's some fucked up ass shit. Yeah. I'm just saying. And then no, I, I still have to pay Wait, and then I still get a medical bill on, listen, and then I still get a medical bill on top of that. Because it still gets to restrict what the fuck I get to have mm-hmm. services on and what I can't. Yeah, even going so to the dentist. I'm gonna say, let me say that. So what, I, what I'm saying is, I'm telling you a motherfucker taking $80,000 home after everything else has been taken out of. That's good living. If oh, you're yeah. just 80 grand. Actually, Nick, when he came out of, when he came out, when he came out, when he came out of the womb, and when I came out of the womb, who was wealthy when they, who, who, who came out better off? White man, you came out better off. Yo, 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 ancestors, your ancestors, and who did his ass did and a goddamn trust fund. 
My mother, my mother and father was dirt poor out of the motherfucking south, bastard. Yours had already goddamn me whooped some niggas and hung some niggas and goddamn me had a cotton gin and probably owned shares. Had and owned shares in fucking uh, John Deere, bitch. You said my mom and dad hung you, Why don't you shut the fuck up? And listen, the reason... Yeah, you accused my parents you, of you, hanging you, you, you know, John Deere... John Deere, once they let the nigga go... Uh, from picking cotton, y'all got shares in John Deere, faggot. I never y'all got shares in the cotton gin, in the motherfucking, uh, in the goddamn uh, paper <laughs> meal, all that. <laughs> so you got an ignorant-ass nigga. See, I that's the way niggas know, is. It's a nigga Fred. making that noise on the phone. It ain't no goddamn white man. It's a stupid ass Fred. nigga. Cause that's how come we can't get ahead. Cause a stupid ass Fred, nigga. I guess I, I, I guess you weren't listening to Friday's show when we were talking about Pell grants. I got a Pell grant to college. You you know what it, you know what it means when you get a Pell grant? It means you're not rich, motherfucker. It means your parents don't have shit. So when you say I'm wealthy. Born out of the womb compared to you, you're a lying motherfucker. I got a Pell Grant to college because I didn't have shit. Well, you white trash. You you white, you what we call trailer trash, motherfucker. But, but 95% of them motherfuckers come out to pussy rich. <laughs> well, then why are you talking to me like I was rich? Because you're in the back I don't like your fucking question. I don't like your fucking goddamn questions and the way you offered that boy a goddamn lawnmower and four, uh, two acres with your little sarcasticness, <laughs> bitch. Hey, I started with one. I moved up to two. He refused it. What can I tell you? Anybody else? Oh, well, you know that you're going to get initiated them. in, don't you, Betty? Is that white privilege that I take the criticisms? Well, no, well, no, uh, Betty. What you got to do, you got to participate in a snatch and grab. You got to do it. Well, I don't do a snatch and grab. <laughs> you got to go. You got to. You got to. You got to cover yourself up. You gotta go on a ride. You gotta go on a snatch and grab. He wanted Nelly. He wanted Nelly, he wanted Nelly, Nelly, my sister. He wanted Nelly, my sister. He was going. He was the highest nigga pool, and goddamn, he was by, deep in his mind. Way, he wanted some black pussy. Yeah, that's what he wanted. He wanted to take advantage my... of her handkerchief head. Yeah. Way, I just want to make a white. He wanted to give a white handkerchief. Las Vegas SWAT team. Goddamn it! I just got a. I just got a call from the Las I'm going, oh, I'm Lord, going on my ride go. along. I'm going on my ride along October 18th with the Las Vegas SWAT team. So that'll be a day I won't be snatching and grabbing anything. Let's go arrange. Let's go. Let's go bust some niggas in the head and put our, our knee in their chest. Let's go. Let me well, go gonna, see this shit. 
And let me go bust some niggas in the head and stick the dog on them and goddamn me. Put my knee in their back and in their neck. Let me go watch this shit. Go out to the the shooting range and shoot what weapons they have. See there. So. Happy wife, happy life. Now, now this is the third time I've done this. uh, uh, What's your name? Who fucking cares, Uh, man? I don't give a fuck about you and the goddamn police, man. I don't give a fuck. Beckman, where were you at when you saw Rodney? Where were you at? Where were you at, Beckman, when you saw Rodney? Bro, you cat him up, but I love you, motherfucker. Y'all something. I'm sorry, Yusef, I couldn't hear you. It's your fault, sister. I said, where were you, and what were you doing?